Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Girls, children of all ages, cats and kittens, dogs and puppies, wrestling fans all over the world, boys, gals, and non-binary pals. Welcome to the Wrestling Enthusiast Podcast. I'm Eric Peralta, otherwise known as the Wrestling Enthusiast. And today on this very special episode, we have a guest today. And it's none other than the host of the Joshi Pod Podcast, Mr. Eric Howard. Uh, very... Is the one that's pretty much introduced me to Joshi Wrestling, and um, has a, we had a really really cool discussion about the genre, about Joshi Wrestling, um, who's a future star, who actually stands out right now, currently at the moment, um, who has the best characteristics, who has the best character, who is the best striker, etc. And he's a in, indeed a fact, in fact, the Joshi expert, and we start discussing about. Uh, Joshi Wrestling. This is probably one of the first genres that we're actually going to be discussing about. Um, we've had wrestlers on the podcast where we had they discuss old school, old school style pro wrestling, technical wrestling. We had um, discussions with uh, MMA style professional wrestling, and uh, hopefully, I have a deathmatch wrestler soon that will hopefully, you know, be a guest on my show, and we'll. We'll see. We'll see what happens from there. But in the meantime, um, doing this episode a little bit different this week because um, this, um, I want to get straight to our guest. So with that in mind, we're going to go ahead and skip the the news. Usually I start talking about Raw ratings and AEW ratings, although we have noticed that AEW ratings have been somewhat tanking. But of course... And, and some people are like, but you're an AEW supporter. You usually support AEW. Yes, I do. But the fact is that this episode last week and and this episode this week, I, I saw I saw this week's episode and apparently it just it just didn't click. Last week was worse, but this week just didn't click. I don't know what it is, but I'm just meh on it. There were some good matches out there. I mean, don't get me wrong, but it's just um, like say, for example, um, when I was watching the episode, um, I saw 
I saw Orange Cassidy go up against Wheeler Yuta. That was a great match. John Moxley against Evil Uno, good match too. But the rest was just pretty much an afterthought. I mean, I'm happy that they claimed Juan and uh, and Soraya against Sky Blue never clicked for me. Just continuing the high school bullshit, and they're giving shit to Soraya now. I mean, I've been looking up on Twitter, and they're just giving her shit now. And, it's, and they say, oh, Tony Khan, this is the worst signing to date that you ever had for AEW. This is the worst signing. Oh, uh, Sky Blue was actually... Sky Blue was actually uh, carrying that match, and if that's the case, if, if Sky Blue would have to carry a match in AEW, then that's how shows you how bad Soraya is. You know, shit, stupid shit like that. And I'm not a Soraya a hater. I'm, I'm, I mean, if you pardon the Jamie Hater um, pun right there. But nonetheless, no, I don't hate on Soraya. She's fantastic. Saw her movie. Great movie. And everything that she worked hard for. But, I mean, yeah. Um, she needs to get... She need, they need different direction. And it just proves to me how badly the women's division is booked there. And that's why... Like, People want to see a women's division that has great wrestling and interesting characters. We're seeing the same we're seeing the same shit that we saw in WWE and then some. Love Jamie Hayter, love Britt Baker, love Ruby Soho. And I, I where, where's Willow Nightingale on this one? But nonetheless though, um the reason why this match was not taken seriously was because I hate this point picture that's the point fingers at Sky Blue, but it's because when they say, oh, Sky Blue's going to wrestle so-and-so on Dynamite, oh, she's going to lose. It's just predictability, and that sucks. I, I hate that that has to happen. Sky Blue's not is a good talent. She's good. She's a good young kid. I'm pretty sure she's going to be, I, I, I'm all saying 23, she's like 20, 23 years old or something like that. I'm all saying she's a kid, but no, I mean, anybody that's like 25 or younger to me is a kid because, you know, they're going to be, um, they're going, they're going to be going somewhere in the future. So they have a lot to look forward to in their careers. So you never know. Um, the, the revolution tag team battle Royal, Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal won. Nah, that's pretty lame. Although, I have seen Jeff Jarrett actually put teams over. So, I like the Aussie Open team. What the fuck? Why aren't they booked? But, anyway. Oh, that's enough for that. I don't want to talk much about it. Um, let's go and head straight to the upcoming preview shows. Uh, the upcoming shows for this weekend. There's quite a bit of shows happening, including one that I'm going to attend. Um... By the way, this week, I did go to uh, MPW's Assemble, and I went to GCW's Middle of the Night. Um, I'll discuss that some other time. And, I, and it's not that, no, nothing wrong with the, with the shows. It's just it's a, time, it's a time factor. If I'll do it, I'll do it briefly later on. So here, let's go ahead and um, discuss what's coming up this weekend. Starting on Friday, the, February 24th. You're listening to this, it's probably Thursday. Um... Impact Wrestling's No Surrender pay-per-view is going to take place. Um, they got seven matches that are on the show. They got Frankie Kazarian going up against Khan. Uh, Six-man tag team matchup between the Bullet Club's Ace Austin, Chris Bay, and Kenta. Going up against Time Machine's Alex Shelley, Chris Sabin, and Kushida. 
Impact World num Title Number One Contendership matchup in a Fatal Four Way matchup: PCO versus Brian Myers versus Heath versus Steve Macklin. Impact Digital Media dot Combat match takes place. Whatever the heck that means. Uh, Joe Hendry will defend the title against Moose. Impact Knockouts Tag Team title will be on the line as the Death Dolls of Jessica and Tyre Valkyrie <clears throat> will go up and defend the titles against the Hexes, Allison K and Marty Bell. That's going to be an interesting match, really. Impact Knockout World title will be on the line as Mickey James set to go one-on-one -on -one against the challenger, Masha Slamovich. This Mickey James's title run could be in jeopardy. Uh, and then, of course, the main event, the Impact World World Championship is on the line as Josh Alexander set to defend against Rich Swan. So that's going to be happening on Friday. Um, it will be on Impact Plus and on Fight TV, so make sure you check that out. Um, over in IWTV land, we got Sean Henderson presents three years later, the, three, the third year anniversary show for the Sean Henderson presents promotion. Very interesting promotion, by the way. Love it when they have it at, 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 at uh, Williamstown, New Jersey. Uh, Tim Dance versus Alley Catch. Stan Styles versus Bobby Orlando. Ryan Redfield versus Declan Grant. Lowlife Louie versus Bam Sullivan in a death match. Uh, Brandon Kirk and Casey Kirk the Kirks in a tag team match against the Ugly Ducklings Lance Lude and Rob Kiljoy. Uh, Oren Vaint versus Dylan McKay. Matt Tremont versus Ryan Radix. And then, of course, Connor Claxton versus Effie. That's going to be an interesting show. Um, so that's going to be a real, real interesting one. Remarkable Wrestling will be taking place in New York City at the NYWC Sportatorium. Um, this will also be on independentwrestling.tv or IWTV. Um, they, I, ha I don't have a match list, but I do have a notable main event here. There's um, Kono Kapu Kupu, Kupu, sorry if I can't pronounce it. Kono Kapusia, Gabriel Sky, and the Miracle Generations Dustin Waller and Kylan King, along with Tristan Ty, set to go up against Desmond Cole, Chris Barton, Dominic Denaro, Ken Broadway, and Percy Ryan in a Steel Cage War Zone match. Is this like a War Games type of thing going on? Well, whatever the whatever the thought process is, um, please excuse me. Fucking things going on. Um, I think this sounds like a war games match. Whatever type of stipulation it is, it's gonna be very interesting. So that's remarkable wrestling. That's over in New York City. Uh, it's a good east. It's a great East Coast um, promotion over there. Check that out. New Japan Pro Wrestling presents CMLL's Fantastica Mania 2023. Day 3 and 4 will be taking place this weekend. Here's the Day 3 lineup on Friday. Uh, Six-person tag match, 6 or 9, which is featuring Master Wato, Ryusuke Taguchi, and Tiger Mask going up against Bullet... and uh, Yeah, going up against Bullet Club's Gato and Taiji Ishimori and their guest, El Hijo de Viriano Tres. Uh, the second matchup is a tag team bout. Los Egobanados de Japón's Hiromu Takahashi, the time bomb, going and teaming up with Tetsuya Naito, who just recently uh, just competed in the main event and just competed against Keiji Muto in his final matchup. Um, and then, of course, Mas Masahiro Chono, of course, um, fought um, Keiji Muto in a, in a last-minute matchup, impromptu match. 
that lasted about two minutes, but nonetheless, it was a special honor for uh, KG Muto. And um, by the way, we want to wish KG Muto a happy retirement. Uh, 39 years, what a legendary career. And um, basically, it's end of an era because um, KG Muto was one of the last uh, prominent legends during the Antonio Inoki slash Giant Baba era. If you compare the two promotions of New Japan Pro Wrestling and All Japan Pro Wrestling, those two captivated an era of great professional wrestlers from that from that time frame. And since it's 1972, they have promoted some of the greatest, most legendary professional wrestlers that come out of Japan. Good names like um, um, Ricky Choshu and uh, uh, Jushin Thunder Liger. You know what I mean? And Mitsuhara Masawa. And, you know, you just, just unbelievable talent out there that they've produced. And Keiji Muto was right among them, with them. And um, for 39 years, you know, wrestled some of the greatest talents out there. Wrestled in America against Sting. Wrestled in Japan against Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair, and just many, many names to it. As a matter of fact, uh, if, in far, as far as local history goes, uh, PCW Ultra, when he teamed up with, um, as the great Muta, teamed up against with uh, Penta El Sierra Miedo, Pentagon Jr. And that's how cool this um, whole story is with KG Muto slash Great Muta. And uh, happy retirement. You know, this is basically an end of an era for... Um, legendary for the legendary um wrestling in japan for antonio noki and baba but nonetheless though um happy retirement 39 years what can i say uh thank you for everything that he's accomplished but anyway i'm getting sidetracked here um so hiromu takahashi and tetsuya naito will take on captain suicida and yo-o that's the second matchup on that on the nj new japan uh presents cmll fantastic Mania. 2023 um match number three a relevos incredibles six-man tag team match hiroshi tanahashi koisai fujita and okamura who actually competes in cmll uh well they'll be squaring up against el barbaro cavanario show and templario that will be taking place uh six-person tag match el desperado mystico and soberano jr We'll take, take on um, the just four guys of Doiki, Yoshinobu Kanemura, and Haichisero. That's going to be taking place. Um, match number five, uh, in Interfaction Tag Team Tournament first round matchup as Los Gilmanaros de Japón's Bushi and Titan will score up against uh, Atrapasueños, Dulce Gardenia, and Rey Cometa. And then match number six, the main event, which is the second first round matchup of the in Interfaction Tag Team Tournament, Los Despredadores of Magia Blanca and Volador Jr. Oh, man, that's a big name in uh, Consejo Mundial. They're going to square up against Los Guerreros de la Atlantida, which is Atlantis Jr. and Ultimo Guerrero. These are actually very interesting matchups uh, that are taking place in New Japan and, of course, having their little... little um, Little little um, festival of lucha libre over in Osaka, Japan. This is that just goes to showcase that when it comes to the top three and no particular and top five countries in the world of professional wrestling, you have and, and this is in no particular order. You have Canada, 
Great Britain, you got Mexico, Japan, and of course the United States. So to see Japan and the United States working out something to do something spectacular, I love it. It's just a great touch in professional wrestling. And I and I love it. I love the idea. Um, okay. Um, this is another show that's going on on Friday. I will not be able to attend it. I would love to, but um I'm working that day. But don't worry, I'll be around the area the very next day. Um Santino Brothers Fight Night Six will be taking place. Um this will be done in um Bell Gardens, California. Uh, they have seven matches on the card. We got Richie Coy going up against Ronchi Rico. Alec Thomas versus Cameron Gates. Delilah Doom setting up and defending the Santino's Brothers Wrestling Inner City Championship against Lucas Riley. Uh, the DKC will take on Big Dick Haas. And um, we also got the Shit Show. And, of course, we also got Thad Maximus versus Darwin Fitch. That's going to be um, very, very interesting uh, to see. And it's going to be um, it's going to be something that's going to be happening. Uh, hopefully they stream it. I'll check that out. Um, Friday Night Smackdown, of course, is a road to WrestleMania, of course, in Evansville, Indiana this week. Our only match they have advertised so far is Rey Mysterio versus Karrion Kross. Um, Pro Wrestling Grind Overkill 2023 will be taking place in East Hampton, Massachusetts at the Pulaski Club. Uh, we got Delmi Exo going up against Brooke Valentine. We got a uh, tag team bout, Mike Sykros and Travis Huckabee versus the main events, Jay Lyon and Midas Black. Ryan Mooney set to go up against Ichiban. Ryan Gallione versus Perry Von Vicious. ZBP set to square up against Rip Bison. Danny Miles going up against down, Downtown Andy Brown. And, of course, the main event for the Grand, Grand Championship, Jay Freddy was set to defend against the Bounty, Brian Keith. That's actually a very interesting main event. So that's going to be something not to, not to miss. This will be um, taped and recorded and eventually will be broadcasted on IWTV. So this will be eventually released sooner rather than later. Um, here's a show happening in France, uh, Heritage Catch Pro Wrestling's Triomphe 3, Triomphe 3, it says Triomphe 3, but I'll say, I'll say, like, in the French way, I'll say Triomphe 3, so that, that means 3, by the way, in case you, uh, but anyway, in case you don't know, but if you do, um, there it is, here's some interesting matchups here, uh, Lucha Warriors, um, Amarigo and Fiera, Versus the world of Lucas Meniel and Saito. That'll be a tag team bout. Match number two, Nina Samuels versus Mila Schmidt. Nina Samuels, actually formerly of NXT UK. That's an interesting name to put right there. There's another one that's in the main event. Check this out. Uh, but first, the tag team bout also is matchup number three. As Kevin Dubois and Laura Dubois squared up against Haley Shade and Marek. Match number four. Tom LaRufa versus Badshah Pehalwa Khan. Um, I think Khan is a um, is a representative of Pakistan. It's great to see that we're seeing diversity in um, pro wrestling. And uh, according to his record, he has been wrestling mostly in Europe. Um, he has won 
He is currently the ROP World Heavyweight Champion. Um, I don't know if that title is still active, but however, nonetheless, he has won a title before, so that's very interesting. It's good to have a representative from Pakistan to actually have a title, so that's really cool. Um, Co-main event, the HCP Heritage World Title three-way match, Zach Zodiac, Big Morgan Shade, and Antonio Adamo. So probably, so let me see. Okay, so... All right, so that's going to be a number one. Uh, this is going to be whoever wins that that matchup is going to be the champion. So the HCP Heritage Champion, <laughs> and then uh, here's the main event that I was trying to talk about: William Wolf squaring up against Shinjihiro Ide. He's going to be heading towards WrestleMania week, so um, that's going to be a very interesting um, matchup to say the least. Um, Impact Wrestling's Fallout. Day one of tapings, day one of competition. Um, we have five matches that have been announced. PCO versus Trey Miguel. Jonathan Grisham versus Kushida. Frankie Kazarian versus Sammy Callahan. Shane Hayes versus Speedball Mike Bailey. And um, the Impact World title, pending if the Impact World title, if he's still the champion. Josh Alexander versus Kenta. So that's going to be an interesting, interesting matchup, to say the least. Freedoms, Pro Wrestling Freedoms will be taking place uh, at Yokohama, Kanagawa, Japan. Uh, Six-person tag match, Dragon Libe, uh, Kamui, and uh, Takahiro Katori versus Gaia Hawks, Jun Masaoka, and Yuya Susumu. Uh, Six-person tag match is the second bout. Leo Asaka, Reka, and Tatsuhito Takaiwa. Versus the Brahmin brothers of Brahmin K and Brahmin Shu, along with their partner Jintaro. Uh, singles match: Dobinazumi Fuki versus Yusako Ito. Uh, match number four: Jun Kasai and Toro Sagura versus Masashi Takeda and Rina Yamashita. That's going to be a good match, by the way. Um, an eight-person tag match: uh, Daisuke Masaoka, Mammoth Sasaki. Takashi Sasaki and of course Tomoya Harata versus ERE's Drew Parker, Kayo Mogami, Toshiyuki Sakuda, and Violento Jack. And um, for those of you that have, are aware, Drew Parker is set to compete uh, next uh, next week or two weeks from now, and it'll be the last time we'll see Drew Parker wrestle a death match in, in the United States. Um, Drew Parker mentioned before that his body is kind of taking the toll on him and um, uh, he might be switching off from wrestling, deathmatch wrestling. So um, I want to give him kudos because he has been really, really been amazing competing in death matches. And if he's going to sw make his switch stance to uh, regular matches, then kudos to him and wish him nothing but the best. Um, MAW slash SWD Supercard 3 Midwest All-Stars Wrestling and Steel Do Domain Wrestling in Bloomington, Minnesota. Um, there's five matches that have been announced. James Avery versus Garrison Creed. Match number two, Billy Gunn teaming up uh, with uh, Rampage Santana going up against Brick McCarthy and Chadwick Wentworth III. Um, match number three, 2D Lynn Ramsey versus Lena Solana. Match number four, the SDW women's titles on the line, Miranda Gordy 
Ah, interesting name right there. Going up against, and defending the title, by the way, going up against Malaya Hasaka. So that's a very good matchup right there. And then, of course, a title for title matchup. The MAW and SDW heavyweight titles are on the line. Um, Nihilus Plunk versus Paul Verk. That is going to be a very interesting bout, title for title. And um, can't wait to see what's going to unfold on that one there. Um, so we're going to talk about that. Um, Blitzkrieg Pro's Plastic Cup Politics. This is a show that's taking place on IWTV at East Mountain Cl Country Club in Westfield, Massachusetts. Aisha versus uh, Haley, Del Haley, Haley Dillon. A four-way matchup, CPA, King Crab, 50 Cal, and Delightful Dan, the goddamn candy man. And yes, that's his fucking name, by the way. Bobby Orlando sets square up against Dante Drago. Tag team bout, Angelo Carter and Jay George versus Terrell Hughes and Terrence Hughes. And um, you're not going to believe this, but um, special guest uh, uh, appearing in their corner, Devon Dudley. Wow, that's going to be interesting. Andy Brown set to score up against Alley Catch in that show. Uh, Gangrel set to go up against Leary. And then, of course, Kevin Blackwood versus TJ Crawford. Very interesting show. Blitz Creek Pro Wrestling is a very interesting promotion out there. I suggest people check it out on um, IWTV. Um, by the way, we're already on Saturday. If I forget to mention that, we're on Saturday now. Um... Pro Wrestling Magic from Richfield Park, New Jersey at the Knights of Columbus. Famous little spot where Invictus Pro Wrestling is. By the way, give them a quick shout out to them. Uh, Steve Pena versus Chris Barton. The PMW Dark Arts title will be on the line. Steve Off defends against Magic. Vargas versus Isaiah Wolf. Joel Cruel versus Vincent Michaels. Dan Moff versus Alex Rainman. Uh, PWM Junior Heavyweight title on the line. Vinny Pacifico defends against Oisito. Uh, the tag team titles will be on the line as Death Rose Bruno and John Tella will defend against Project Mayhem's Elijah Eden and Smiley. And then, of course, the main event, the main title, the Pro Wrestling Magic Championship on the line, Kerr set to defend against Dark STG. Um, so that's going to be a very, very interesting um, showcase there. Deadlock Pro Wrestling is having a uh, show today. They'll also be having a DPW Spark taping. That will be taking place as well. This will be available, I think, on YouTube. And uh, their main show will will be uh, You Already Know. We'll discuss that card in a minute. Jackson Drake set to square up against Oliver Sawyer in the spark taping, along with Donnie Ray taking on Alexander Moss. And then, of course, the DPW national title will be on the line. Andrew Everett set to defend the title against Mason Miles. By the way, Andrew Everett will... Head to SoCal for Relentless Pro Wrestling's Pacific Northwest Relentless. That'll be taking place um, exclusively on... Uh, that'll take place exclusively at the Don Quixote in East LA. That'll be the third show of my 17-show journey in six days. And yes, I'm going to be going to all those shows. And I'll do whatever it takes. And I'll drink plenty of water, by the way. Um... So with that in mind, let's go check out the Deadlock Pro card. Um, it is a fantastic card, no doubt. It is um, it's a big time, big time show. And um, let me see, let me see. Okay, here is the Deadlock. Okay, sorry, I'm looking at the wrong um, card, but nonetheless, um, 
there's supposed to be a matchup. There's supposed to be a matchup that was supposed to happen, but apparently there was some um, workhorseman is not they're supposed. JD Drake and Anthony Henry they were supposed to be there, but they're not there. So therefore, there was been a, a been a chan, a change. <laughs> so please excuse me for some fucking reason. I'm not talking right, but that's me. You know, that's just fucking me. Um, let's see. I think they already only announced five matches, but I think it's it's part of the it's part of the um uh I think it's part of the um work that they're trying to put on because they're trying to do something different. But um, if you bought a ticket to the show, you could you're also gonna check out the um you're also checking out the um, DPW Spark taping. So that's like three matches right there already, and then you got five more right here. So here are the five matches that are in front of me. For DPW's Deadlock Pro Wrestling's, you already know. This is a fun matchup. This is a fun card looking, by the way. I can't wait to see what they got in store. So here it is. Um, tag team bout between Adams Brooks and BK Westbrook squaring up against um, Jay Malachi and LeBron Cozzone. Um, match number two. The, the, princess, the TJPW Princess Tag Team titles are on the line here. As Wasteland War Party's Heidi Howitzer and Max the Impaler are set to defend the titles against Jada Stone and Rachel Rose. And yes, the Princess Tag Team titles are on the line from TJPW. They originally won that from Saki Akai and Yuki Arai. Um, DPW's Tag Team title three-way tag team matchup. Violence is Forever's Dominic Jarini and Kevin Koo will defend the titles against Main Street Posse's Aiden Agro and the Danger Kid. And also, above the rest, Gabriel Sky and Tristan Ty. That will be taking place as well. Um, the DPW Women's title will be on the line as Emmy Sakura will set to defend against Subi Sakai. And, <clears throat> if you excuse me, um, these two have known each other for years. Decades, even. And um, the I believe the first time they've wrestled each other was back in 1998. Uh, for I, IWA Japan. And um, they fought each other. And Sumi Sakai went on her Twitter and her Instagram. She was posting stuff where they were slapping the shit out of each other. Um, Emi Sakura, she was known as um, Emi Motokawa. But now that Emi Sakura is around, both of these legends in the Joshi world um, are... both They're legends in wrestling in general. But... Um, both of them are going to give us a showcase like no other. And, and, and they're two great friends as well. And I've, uh, you know, this both, both of them are going to be great. And this is going to be a <clears throat> fantastic matchup. So I'm looking forward to it. And then, of course, the main event here. This is a very interesting one. The DPW world title on the line is Lucky Ali is set to defend the title against Colby Carino. And this is a, a title versus career Carolina warfare match. Lucky Ali is putting the title on the line. Colby Carino is putting his career on the line. Uh, Carolina warfare match. I'm pretty sure anything goes in this one. So we'll have to wait and see what happens here. But it's going to be going to be very interesting. Um, well, let's go down to Sunday now. And um, there's a couple more shows. We'll talk about um, ETU's Lightning in a Bottle. 
set to take place. Expect the Unexpected Wrestling at Ridgefield Park, New Jersey. Um, this will be aired on IWTV. Um, first match is the SATs. Joel Maximo and Jose Maximo set to score up against Natural Vibes. Big Boss Shimizu and KZY. Uh, bo- both Natural Vibes, um, they came from Dragon Gate. So this is going to be a very interesting um, um, tour that they're going to have here. Another tag team bout, Billy Starks and Brogan Finley set to score up against the Kirks, Brandon and Casey Kirk. Um, this is an interesting one. The Jericho Cruz Oceanic title. Um, who the fuck is the champion? Is it Matt Cardona? Yes, it's Matt Cardona. It's, it's a fucking... The Chris Jericho Rock and Rager shit that's been going on. So he created a championship. It's interesting, though. So Matt Cardona's putting that title on the line against Danny DeManto. Uh, the ETU key to the East title. Number one contendership match. Jordan Oliver versus Marcus Mathers. That's going to be a fun matchup. And um, what other um, matches have been announced? I got to look up. Because sometimes uh, cagematch.net, they're a bit fucking flaky sometimes when it comes to... Um, they're a bit fucking flaky. Okay, so apparently um, I have to make a correction. Uh, Billy Starks and Brogan Finley are not going to appear. Um, they're not going to be at. Um, they're not going to be at um, ETU. So instead, taking their place is Yokai, um, Yoya, and Janai Kai. Janai Kai, of course, coming off a successful TJPW tour. Um, she went up against um, uh, Rika Tatsumi. I believe in Mokumai Moto. I think I, I might have it wrong. Uh, and then um, she just recently competed for the International Princess title against Miyu Watanabe, although unsuccessful. However, um, she had a great time at the tour. So hopefully we'll see her more often there. Um, let's see. We got Becca going up against Ultraviolet. That's going to be a good one. And the Independent Wrestling World titles on the line. Matt Tremont set to defend against Akira. So those are the up-to-date matches that we have in store. So, um, therefore, it's going to be a um, very interesting show. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to see what they got going on here. Um, it's going to be a very interesting show. Um, check out, check them all out, and, um, you know, it's going to be it's going to be really, really happening. Um, I love when... When they have these type of shows on on uh, independentwrestling.tv. So, lightning in a bottle. Make sure you check it out. ETU. Expect the Unexpected Wrestling. That's going to be a very um, interesting show. Beyond Wrestling's Perfection or Vanity. Taking place in Worcester, Massachusetts. Alley Cats squaring up against Love Doug. Four-way matchup, Bobby Orlando versus Aaron Rourke versus Desmond Cole versus Ichiban. A tag team matchup, the main events, Jay, Le- Jay Lyon and Midas Black squaring up against above the rest, Gabriel Sky and Tristan Ty. Uh, Ricky Shane Page squaring up against Ray Jazz. Andy Brown versus Slade. Oh, boy. That's going to be a good one. CPA versus Platinum Max Caster from AEW. That's going to be interesting. IWTV's independent wrestling tag team titles on the line as... Violence is Forever's Dom Jarini and Kevin Koo score up against Miracle Generation's Dustin Waller and Kylan King. And then, of course, this is the main event. And boy, what a main event this is. Ryan Clancy squaring up against, from New Japan, Zack Sabre Jr. That's going to be a fantastic matchup as well. 
I can't wait for that one. No Peace Undergrounds um, of Omen and Doom. We got seven matches, um, seven up for this one here. This is going to be pure violence. This will be broadcast on Fight TV, by the way, at the Sound Bar in Orlando, Florida. Sue Young scoring up against Kelsey Reagan. Uh, AJ Gray versus Dr. Redactic in a death match. Pero will have a mystery opponent. It's a Pero Open Challenge. A pure violence title qualifying match will be taking place as Simon Grimm set to score up against Adam Priest. The No Peace Underground Tag Team title death match will be taking place. And this is a vacant title, so this is probably going to be a brand new one. Casanova Valentine and Kid Osborne scoring up against the hollowed uh, Lord Crew and Otis Kogar. Um, Cole Raderick will take on Alex Ocean. And then, of course, for the No Peace Underground Championship... In a death match, Atticus Kogar will be squaring up and defending the title against John Wayne Murdoch. That's No Peace Undergrounds of Omen and Doom. That will be taking place on Sunday, um, the 26th. So make sure you continue to check that out. Uh, one more show to talk about, and that's the New Japan's presents CMLL Fantastica Mania 2023, Day 4. El Hijo de Villano Tres and Sho'o will team up versus Roy Hei Oiwa and Tiger Mask. The Revelos Incredible Six-Man Tag Team Match, El Barbaro Cavanario and Hiroshi Tanahashi and Ryusuke Taguchi versus Master Wato, Okamura and Yo'o. And then, of course, a third tag, uh, match number three, another tag team bout, Los Igabernawas de Japón's Hiromu Takahashi and Tetsuya Naito versus Captain Suicida and Koisai Fujita. Match number four, uh, there's Desperado, Mystico, and Soberano Jr. versus Doiki, Haichesero, and Templario. And, uh, the, of course, the main matches will be the third place playoff match and, of course, the final round of the Interfaction Tag Team Tournament. Well, lots of activity going on this weekend. And, of course, this is brought to you part unofficially by IndependentWrestling.tv. Your number one source for independent wrestling with over uh, 300 plus wrestling promotions from all over the world and uh, over 15,000 hours worth of um, content to look up to, including um, shows, live events, <coughs> documentaries, and so much more. Make sure you guys check it out. It's only $9.99 a month and uh, $100 a year for an annual subscription. I know people are in fears of saving money and fears of a recession, but here's a good thing. At least uh, if you pay the, the annual subscription, you save yourself $20 and you get two, and you get, of course, an extra two months. So it's like a Costco membership. Get it for $100 a year and boom, you'll be watching some great, fantastic wrestling that WWE can always over overproduce and under-deliver. So... Um, why not, why not watch some real professional wrestling here? Uh, IWTV, of course, right here. That's independentwrestling.tv for more information. Also available on the, uh, Roku app and available to download on Roku TVs. Also download mobily on Apple Store or Google Play Store. All right, now, um... I want to talk about um, where I just went to at the um, at MPW real quick. Um, it, I thought it was a fun show. I had a I had a great time at um, MPW. Um, let me just talk about it real briefly, and then we'll just wrap that up. 
um, because, and then of course I'll talk about my um, my experience watching um, GCW, and um, yeah, there was there. I will admit, um, there is some fucking drunk people that go to these shows, and they're drunker than a fucking fish. I mean, there's no doubt about it. I ain't gonna lie. And I'm not going to sugarcoat it either, but yeah, there's. Uh, I saw what happened with Speedball when that stup- when that dumb degenerate fuck touched um, Speedball and tried to kick him in the ass, and then Speedball was like, "What the hell?" Yeah, that was pretty stupid. But anyway, um, yeah, no, no, um, it was a fun show, um, MPW. So I really. Um, I was impressed, really impressed by the way they they assembled the, the if you pardon the pun, assembled the matches. I had a great time watching it, and um, you know it's um it was fun. Um, let's go and start off with the obvious. It's uh, the first match was Jeremiah Fresh and Zara Zocker versus Danny Devine and Dustin Daniels. Um, fun match. Um, I had uh, I liked uh, Jeremiah Fresh, a good guy. Sarah Soccer, she she's phenomenally a great athlete. Um, Danny Devine, of course. Uh, Dustin Daniels, good up and comers. Of course, Danny Devine, um, MPW champion. That's going to be a interesting showcase that they're going to have this coming Friday. If you are attending that in Chatsworth, um, definitely something to keep an eye on, no doubt. Um, so um, keep keep an eye on uh, what's going to happen with Danny Devine's title because it, it'll play a factor later on. Um, Arterias versus Robin Shaw. Um, uh, Robin Shaw, big dude, and um, Arterias, of course, like a, a dark character of his, and I tried to shake his hand and he fucking shined me on. So I'm like, fuck you then. But no, no, I, I bumped into him at the end. But this was kayfabe, of course. You know what I mean? So I. I um I bumped into him at the end of the show. I just told him thanks, you know. It was like, oh no, I hope you enjoyed the show. I'm like, yeah, I did, man. Thank you. So no, no, no. In kayfabe, I'm like, fuck you. And in non kayfabe, I'm like, hey, thank you, man. I appreciate it. So that's how it is. Robin Shaw was victorious, by the way. Um, there was another uh, Brandon Divine versus Diego Valens. Um. Brandon was fantastic. Diego Valens, they had a fantastic match. Um, there was interference at the end, and it just ended up being a disqualification with Diego Valens ended up winning the match, but it was disqualifying because he ended up getting jumped, and he ended up getting his leg messed up. Sucks for Diego Valens. But nonetheless, though, it was a heelish thing. It's kind of a thing with an ambush-type thing when he got Pearl Harbored from behind and all that shit. So... Um, Johnny Robbie versus Ray Rosas. That that was a fun match. I enjoyed that one. Um, I had a great time. And, um, you know, jo- Johnny Robbie is someone to keep an eye out in SoCal. And not just SoCal, but she should be... I, I, hopefully, she'll be expanding her horizons, you know, to other regions. I would like to see her at West Coast Pro. Love to see her in, um, you know... Um, in different promotions up north, I think she'll be a fantastic wrestler. Um, that's someone Johnny Robbie, someone to keep an eye on. So uh, make sure you make sure you um, see her matches. And by the way, Ray Rosas, longtime veteran, 
of uh, the Southern California pro wrestling scene. So um, nonetheless, though, um, go and check this match out if it does get released on YouTube. So this is a fun match. Uh, a number one contendership match, Jordan Cruz versus Mickey Rose. This, by far, I think personally, was a, f a banger of a matchup. I, of course, I've seen Jordan Cruz before. This is my first time seeing Mickey Rose, and, you know, he did not disappoint. He was fantastic, and they put on a hell of a match. It was a hard-fought matchup, no doubt. And um, Jordan Cruz was a fun, you know, it was a fun matchup, and I thought Jordan Cruz was going to win. But then all of a sudden, Brandon Devine was on commentary, and then before you know, he ended up intervening. And just started attacking both competitors. And then Pinky Santino ended up coming out saying, you know what? You've been doing this week after week after week, and you can't stop. So, so guess what's going to happen? Um, you will be defending that MPW heavyweight title against Jordan Cruz and Mickey Rose. So it will be a triple threat match. Well, there you go. That's going to be uh, this Friday, by the way. And then, of course, the main event, which was um, the Tag Team Championships were on the line as Crypto Cartel um, of uh, Alejandro Fernandez and El Primo Genio Tribeca defending the title against uh, Michael Hopkins and Super Beetle. And, of course, super superheroes themselves, Mike Hopkins and, of course, uh, Super Beetle. They were the favorites in this one here. And sure enough, yeah, they've uh, they had a fantastic match. And personally, this was like match of the night for me. The crowd was small, but they were into it, and um, I was uh, it was a fun little show. And um, you know, it's a small, tiny little venue, only two, three rows deep. But here's the thing about these small shows: never sleep on them because they're always going to provide some great, great matches. And you see these up and coming talents. For Millennium Pro Wrestling, because uh, they have the Millennium Pro Wrestling Academy. And uh, it's a fantastic little school. If you want to become a pro wrestler, I suggest going there. Um, I mean, not to discredit Santino Brothers Wrestling Academy, but they also it's also a great school. So this just goes to show you that there's options. And Millennium Pro Wrestling Academy is a fun little, fun little spot to go to. So um, make sure you guys check them out. It's... Um, it's really, really fun. I, I really had a great time coming to this uh to this show and um, did not disappoint. I was I was having a great time and uh, I, I loved it. And, and uh, I made it a case that I'm gonna show up again. I might not come to this week's show, but I will show up um, hopefully by on March 24th. They are having a WrestleMania week show of uh, MPW Mania. I'm not going to attend that one. However, um, if you are in that area and looking for a quick show, go to MPW Mania. I think that's going to be a lot of fun if you're in that area. So go check that out. Uh, all right, now, show number two of the weekend and show number six of 2023 for my book, GCW's Middle of the Night. Now, this was a fun show, too. I had a lot of fun. It was great. It was great to be back at the Ukrainian Cultural Center. And this was a this was a precursor to the up-and-coming GCW Collective. And um, as I mentioned previously, they're going to provide a lot of crazy matchups. 
And um, judging by what I've been seeing on the WrestleMania week news, you know, I've been I've been seeing, you know, what they've have in store and, you know, I'm I love what's going on and hold on. I just got a update here. Hold on, give me a second. It's saying a talent a talent announcement and it it's the best bros? What? The best bros are coming to GCW, but they're competing for Jimmy Lloyd's uh, Degeneration F. Oh, boy. I'm going to go to TJPW on that one. And if you hear some noise of, like, move, movement or something, it's raining here in Southern California, by the way. We have a cold storm that's coming out here, and it's really, really unusual for us to have a storm like this where they have such huge amount of wind, and then, of course fucking rain they even might predict that there might be some sort of snow in la i always say this if it ever snows in la we're fucked because this this is a case of something that never happens and if it starts snowing then holy shit but anyway back to the matter at hand best bros balianaki and may saruga are coming to gcw so that means they're coming for they're coming to wrestlemania week and boy, oh boy, I hope they come to Pandemonium Pro. I hope they come to at least some of the other shows during the class. I want them to come to Joey Janela's Spring Break. That'd be amazing. Now, I would love for that to happen. So, um, yeah, that'd be so great. No, and here's the thing. I want to say this. Brett Lauderdale, please book these these two. These are Please book them at, um, at um, Joey Janela's Spring Break. That would be fun. That would be great. I, and May Saruga has had history wrestling for CMLL, so I would love to see her compete there against Dulce Tormenta or Sexy Star, or either one of them, you know. I would love to see that. So um, we could have a, something brewing here. But anyway, I'm getting carried away. That was a, 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 an update that I just got. So that's amazing. They're going to be here in L.A. <laughs> and it's crazy because I just I interviewed them last year. And they've been, they were amazing guests. And um, they're a lot of fun. They're a lot of fun to talk to. They're fun people. Uh, Choco Pro is a lot of fun. So support them. Um, anyway, let's get back to the matter at hand. GCW Middle of the Night. The precursor, the final event at the Ukrainian Cultural Center before the GCW Collective at WrestleMania weekend. Here it is. Um, the first match was the six way scramble. Uh, it was uh, Tony Deppin defeating Alec Price, Cole Radrick, Eli Everfly, Jimmy Lloyd, Starboy Charlie. Thumbs up. Action-packed, of course. Good scramble. I thought it was going to be a Jimmy Lloyd was going to win it, but, um, um, you know, it was um, it was a victory for Tony Deppin. He hadn't won in a while, so it's, I think he's overdue for one. And, of course, in kayfabe, he's, the, he's a dick. But, of course, you know, in real life, you know, I, I see his shit, so, you know, it's all good. Nick Wayne versus Matt Cardona. Nick Wayne defeated Matt Cardona. And <laughs> Matt Cardona was like, you are the one that, you are, you are the future of the wrestling business. You won the Jersey, get, the Jersey J Cup. You are a champion. That's amazing. Keep doing what you got to do. And then MLJ's like, no, no, no. That's, uh, you're talking about Jordan Oliver. That's, that's someone else. Uh, who the fuck is Nick Wayne? <laughs> Fucking dick. But anyway, that was fun. Fun match, too. Nick Wayne ended up victorious as well. At the end of the match, um, uh, 
Matt Cardona tried to shake his hand saying, you are the future of the business, and I give kudos to you. Make sure you keep an eye out for him. And he tried to shake his hand, then tried to kick him, then he blocked him, and then did all kinds of bullshit. Tried, he kicked him in the nuts, then fucking tried to hit him with a chair. Then Jordan Oliver came out to save his ass, and Matt Cardona just can't shut the fuck up. Well, I'm kayfabe, by the way. <laughs> anyway, okay. Match number three. One I've personally anticipated. A six-person Lucha Libre matchup. Gringo Loco and Los Vipers of Latigo and Toxin versus Ares, Jack Cartwheel, and Mago. Uh, this is the first time I saw Mago. And um, he he competes usually in Galley Lucha. Also competed in AAA. Was also competing in Vanguardia Lucha. And... Um, he also competed in ASPW and Riot from over there in uh, Abodaca, Mexico. So I'm glad that they were able to get like some exposure here with the Lucha Libre. I, I love it. Every time GCW brings luchadores over here, it's it's always a happening, and I love it. This match was no different. This was a fantastic Lucha Libre match. And um, the Lucha Trios in GCW... Especially at the Ukrainian Culture Center. They're all awesome. Great match with Jack Cartwheel is being the highlight. Gringo Loco is fantastic. I really enjoy those Vipers. And then, of course, Mago and Ares. They always they had their moments as well. It was just fantastic. So I loved it. It was great. Um, big time thumbs up. Uh, Jordan Oliver defending his newly won Jersey Championship Wrestling Championship against Mance Warner. Good old Mance. The Southern Psycho. Um... It was a match I was looking forward to. You know, it turned to be way bloodier than I thought. I mean, Mance just... Mance just fucking took a shot to the head and he was bloody like a motherfucker and then dripped all kinds of blood. Uh, Jordan Oliver looked strong in his first title defense and very interested to see what, what he's going to do next. Um, Great bloody-ass matchup and goddamn, that was a lot of blood. Charles Mason versus Alley Catch. Alley gets... Ali was just every time he has a match, she has a match with Mason. It's always aw gets awesomer and better and better and better. And just every time I see it, Mason is a great fucking heel because he knows how to get fucking heat. And his character is he always acts like a fucking asshole, and he is an asshole. So you know, um, this was fun to watch. There was some blood. Ali catch was busted open a little bit. Had a little bit of violence. And um, we wanted a little bit more, you know, at the end. So, and Charles Mason cheated. And because uh, there was some, when the referee was down, there was some intervening from uh, uh, Dark Sheik, uh, Effie. Well, actually, Pero and his henchmen were there. Um, and then also, um, fuck, and then Alley Catch had uh, Effie and Dark Sheik with her. But then, of course, Charles Mason capitalized on an opportunity to cheat. Therefore... Charles Mason ended up with the victory, and Alley Catch was not satisfied. She said, "If you you're you're fucking bullshitting if you think that that's going to be a victory." And um, so I want you on March fourth in a steel cage match. Hey, I'm looking forward to watching that one. I will not be there in attendance, but you know what? Hey, I love the idea. So let's fucking do it. Let's see it. So Alley Catch. Charles Mason one more time in the steel cage match. Hopefully there'll be no interfering. So we'll see what happens there.
Um, I have an idea. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen, but it's going to be very fucking interesting. Um, GCW Tag Team Titles on the line. Los Mazizos of Ciclope and Miedo Extremo defending against the Bollywood Boys of Groove and Harv Shira. Uh, this is the first time I've seen them since I used to be in WWE. Um, it was pretty good. I will say it's a lot of fun. Um, there was, um, I enjoy the hardcore brawling. It was a hardcore style matchup. They, that, um, that was good. The crowd was, uh, healing up with the Bollywood boys. I guess they must have been the heel. Some, there's some of these guys. By this point, people were getting drunk. So, um... Yeah, there, there was some shit talking. There was a lot of fucking bullshit, but nonetheless, it was cool. I mean, don't get me wrong, it was a it was a great match though. Man, Ciclope and Miedo Extremo, they were bleeding like a motherfucker. They left a whole fucking batch of pool of blood in fucking um on the floor. So there 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 was that. But thumbs up. Um, Leo Rush versus Commander. Uh, Jenna Frank, the daughter of Jason, the late Jason David Frank, of course, Jason David Frank, uh, famous for being the green or white ranger from Power, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. And of course, unfortunately, we lost him this past November. And, um, you know, everybody in the world of Power Rangers. And of course, I used to watch Power Rangers when I was a kid. And I knew who Jason David Frank was. Um, it's great to see that his daughter is keeping his legacy on and um and i'm happy to see that that um you know that and this is a really cool surprise to see her actually accompanying leo rush to the ring that was awesome um commander fantastic luchador what an athlete he is phenomenal he is just a phenomenal athlete i can't say enough things about him that's really cool it was a good match little you know, a little piece of junior wrestling, like cruiserweight wrestling, and it's good stuff from start to finish. I love that move when when Commander Tightrope walks the the top rope, and then he just does that incredible twisting moonsault. It's just unbelievable. It's like holy shit. Um, Leo Rush did win the match, and it was a great match. I enjoyed it. It was fun. Blake Christian going up against Willie Mack. Um, Willie Mack is a favorite in Southern California. Of course, just coming back from his Impact Wrestling run. Uh, Blake Christian just recently turned heel in the past month and a half and has been acting like a dick. I saw what he did with, um, I saw what he did with, um, with, with Scarlett Donovan. Scarlett Donovan's one of our SoCal re referees here. And, and of course, um, you know, it's just unbelievable, you know. And, it's, and then when he did that shit to her, and even somebody on Twitter that I know goes like, you know, we don't take too kindly with um, with what uh, Blake Christian did to Scarlett. We don't take too kindly with that. Yeah, pretty much so. And I called Blake Christian a fucking clown. But, of course, I'm kayfabe. Non-kayfabe, I, I told him, hey, that was an awesome match you had. I was like, yeah, thanks. <laughs> Thumbs up. Thumbs up. And, of course, the main event. The GCW world title, Nick fucking Gage defending the title against Speedball Mike Bailey. I had to admit, I was uh, conflicted with this one because I didn't know who to cheer for. But I like both. Both of them are fan favorites. Although, Speedball kind of healed it up a little bit. So therefore, Nick Gage was going to be the one that was going to lead the charge to the fans. So, 
It was a long but productive matchup, and they had its share of spots. And I'm not talking about the spot where that fucking drunk fan was fucking trying to Orange Cassidy kick Speedball in the ass. But that's another point. Um, so it was a it was a good brawl. I thought this was way better. So um, you know, I know Gage has had some injuries, but you know, I thought he moved much better than he was doing before. You know, it was a long match, but the two worked pretty well against each other. I like that that crazy spot that he took when he lifted, he he clinched Speedball in the nuts, and then he grabbed him, picked him up crossways, and then he fucking just suplexed him, and then they went, they both went straight into the doors hard, and it was just a hard spill. Though, I'm surprised that the, the thing that surprised me the most is that he didn't pull out the pizza cutter and uh, didn't split Speedball's forehead open. But I think that was all due respect for, um, you know, it was um, it, it was all due respect thing, I think. <clears throat> so, with that being said, um, it's, it's a great thing to see. Um, it's thumbs and mill, thumbs up. So, um, good and successful Nick, Nick um, title title defense for Nick Gage there. So, um, I ended up meeting Nick Gage, by the way. And, of course, you know, TWE and MGK all fucking day. I'm in good company with the MGK gang. If TWE is down with MT, MDK, you know it's all good. Um, okay, so that's GCW Middle of the Night. This is be the last show, the last GCW show before the collective, which will happen a month from now. And yes, I say a month from now because we're literally one month away. I can't believe it. I was talking about preparing for this for months, and now here I am. One, uh, We're only a month away. It's just so cool. But yeah, that's my that's my experience at GCW and at MPW. Both shows were great. I had a lot of fun, and there you there you go. You know, I'm I'm excited. I'm pumped up. I can't wait to see what's gonna happen. Um, and they just announced that uh, Brooke Havoc um, will be competing at Pandemonium Pro Wrestling's Best Damn Thing in the Rumble Riot. Um, she will be taking place, uh, and which will be taking place at. Um, March 29th at the Don Quixote at 5 p.m. So that's going to be a very interesting, interesting showcase there. Um, okay. All right. And uh, I'm looking at something. A Kid Bandit, because um, uh, Kid Bandit posted on uh, Twitter saying that um, I have nine-plus shows during Mania Weekend. My name is Kid Bandit, and wrestling is my life. I can't wait to entertain all sorts of new faces, as well as run to some familiar, friendly ones. Please come say hi. And um, they posted, like, like nine different posters of which shows they're going to attend. Um, I, I told them, judging by the event posters you're posting, you'll probably see my face at least at seven of them. <laughs> and then they respond back and said, let's fucking go, 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 go. That's awesome. Got a response from Kid Bandit. That's really awesome. Hopefully I get them on the show. Um, yeah, so. Um, anyway. All right. So. Let's talk about my up and coming guest. I was going to have a rant. But I think I'm decided to just 
put that shit aside. And uh, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to... Uh, let's bring out our guest today. Um, so um, let's just... Um, Let's just talk about what's happening with um, with today's episode. Um, Eric Howard, the host of the Joshi Pod, um, is our special guest today. And, of course, um, we talk about many different um, personalities in the Joshi world. We talk about um, Stardom, TJPW, Ice Ribbon. He talks about his recent trip to Japan that he just took um, back in um, November. And um, telling me how the cultural differences between the United States and Japan was, and I tend to have agreed, agreed with him. Um, cause in Japan, they respect people a lot more. And, um, compared to over here in America where we seem to be, get the fuck away from me, you know, like that type of stuff. And I honestly can't stand that mentality either. I think it's unnecessary and I think it's just bullish and full of shit, but nonetheless though, Anyway, so we started talking about the cultural differences. We started talking about the, the wrestling trips and the sightseeing. And then, of course, also, like, we also started talking about who's top prospects in Joshi. And then we started doing the name association thing. It ends up being a little bit longer than than I first originally anticipated. Because usually I, have, I bring out, like, 10, 12, 15 names in, in whenever I have a special guest. But I brought about at least 25 fucking names. So... Um, I had I went a little bit overboard, but that just goes to show you how much I know, how much I I know about these things and what I know in the world of pro wrestling. So, with that in mind, um, here is my little discussion with um, Eric Howard, the host of the Joshi Pod, and I hope you you all enjoy not yeah, boys, gals, non-binary pals. I hope you all enjoy this interview that we had with um. Eric Howard of the Joshi Pod. So here it is. Here it is, my guest this week. And I hope you all enjoy this conversation that we had. All right. Welcome back to the Wrestling Enthusiast Podcast. And joining me today... The host of the Joshi Pod, of course, your number one source for Japanese women's wrestling, Joshi Wrestling himself. It is Eric Howard, <laughs> host of the Joshi Pod. Eric, two Eric's don't make a right, but you know, here we go. Here we are. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, my friend. Welcome to the Wrestling Enthusiast Podcast. My pleasure. My pleasure. Yeah, you are my podcast. I thought it was only right that I come back and, and I'd be on yours as well. Thank you for yeah. having me. Yeah, true story. I actually was back in late 2020. Um, he was about to do an interview with Act Yasukawa. More on her in a bit. Um, and you were actually concluding the podcast at the time, and now you're actually coming back. So, um, and perhaps better than ever, I presume. So it's gonna be <laughs> it's gonna be very interesting what you have uh, coming up in your next couple of episodes. Yeah, I'm looking. Uh, always looking to improve and, and one up myself, and but also at the same time have fun because the first run of the podcast it got kind of like pressure filled. I was trying to better and better have a better guest every single episode and it became kind of not fun for a bit so i took some time away and I, i'm back now and, and having fun again that's the good thing about podcasts you know i actually felt that way for a certain moment but then i said thought to myself you know i love this i love the pro wrestling business too much i i gotta keep going because this is especially during the holiday season a couple of months ago because i was working 64 72 hour work weeks it was just gruesome but 
Yeah, you know. I mean, did the pressure of doing the podcast maybe not like wrestling for a while? I I, I just completely turned off all wrestling, didn't watch anything, and yeah. I, don't know, I just I just had to like cleanse myself for a little bit. But now that I you know I got to go back to Japan again last year and uh, kind of revitalized and, and reinvigorated me to, to do the podcast again. Yeah, you know, actually, I want to talk about that, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. Okay. Um, my first question to you is, um, what originally got you interested? and professional wrestling to begin with all right so i'm old and <laughs> um i'm in my 40s so my my mom used to go they they have the the california wrestling scene in uh the 70s and stuff so um every tuesday night in san diego they had uh, wrestling in downtown san diego and it was the guerreros piper all those old school you know california wrestlers um and Mil Mascaros, all those guys. So every Tuesday night, she used to go watch wrestling down there. She had like a season ticket. It was like her seat was her seat always every Tuesday night. Yeah. So she always got to go. And I went to my first wrestling match before I was born. I was still in her stomach um, <laughs> and, and, and went to my first wrestling match. I was literally been watching wrestling my entire life. And my, some of my first childhood memories are like seeing Andre the Giant or, you know, uh, the Guerreros, like feeding uh, Chavo Guerrero licorice when I was a little kid. I, for some reason, I remember that. <laughs> and my cousin being afraid of honoring the giant's big giant head with his afro. And, you know, <laughs> my, my cousin running across the arena away. Um, but the arena is not there anymore in downtown San Diego. It's a it's mm. a bar now down there. Mm. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was like, a, yeah, the coolest, the coolest thing. I have pictures of it still, too. I've got pictures of wrestlers holding me. And, you know, oh, I've wow. autographs from Neil Mascaras when I was a little boy. Oh, wow. So, yeah, when I was a kid, I wanted to be Neil Moskowitz. I didn't want to be a, a firefighter or astronaut. I wanted to be Neil Moskowitz when I was a kid. So he was like one of the, the first big influences because I got to grow up basically watching wrestling. Yeah, you know, like I said, every every kid's dream is like they want to be a policeman, a fireman, or or an astronaut or something. That's like the like the – I don't want to say to crush their dreams, but it's like the basic form of thinking of – achieving a dream mm -hmm. and i mean there's nothing wrong with that that's actually you know that's that's normal for a kid to think that way you mm -hmm. know because they want to they want to make a difference and um you know for to be to think about being a professional wrestler you know um it's funny because i listen you know that's that's a great thing to think about you know you're just thinking kind of outside the box a bit and it's actually very interesting to be a professional wrestler i actually wanted to be um well either a football player or if not a race car driver because my i used to have really good coordinates with driving the road i don't i don't i have asperger's now so i can't really mm. do that but um you know i see all these dreams going by and i'm thinking to myself you know what the wrestling business is really fun to be a part of i want to achieve <laughs> that you know what i mean something that I want to be a part of. And that is it right there. Yeah. And I, and I did amateur wrestling when I was a kid with the boys club wrestling here oh. in, in San Diego, thinking I had to be a, an amateur wrestler so I could turn pro someday. Cause this, you know, little kids thing. So that, that was my thought process. Oh, I got to wrestle amateur so I can go pro someday. Well, the only thing, only wrestling that I've done is uh, back in middle school, uh, uh, in a, in, um, intermediate school right here called La Merced Intermediate. It's right off of, uh, Montebello, California, right, right between East LA and San Gabriel Valley um we used to play fight there used to be an amphitheater during recess or lunch break 
And in the middle of the amphitheater is like a little tiny stage made of concrete and we could just stand right there. And the amphitheater is like filled with like rows and rows. So we would pretend to just play fight each other and pretend that we're wrestling, throwing elbows and <laughs> forearms and just hitting each other like it was the Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin and Triple H fighting each other. <laughs> and the, the 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 security guards, the 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 people, the grown-ups that were like right there that were like keeping an eye on the kids, they would get mad at us for like saying, Hey, don't be fighting. And I'm like, We're not fighting, we're playing. <laughs> yeah. They're like, don't be fighting. <laughs> little known fact my, on my uh, boys club wrestling team when I was a little boy, Mario Lopez was on the same team. Oh, really? Yeah, there's, wow. there's there's funny pictures on the internet of me and Mario Lopez on the same wrestling team. Wow, Mario Lopez was actually part of uh, your wrestling team. Yeah, he's wow. really good too. He's really really good. <laughs> yeah, that that's really interesting story right there. That's yeah. actually awesome, right? He there. had a he had a mullet when he was like in like elementary school, so he had it the whole <laughs> way. The like, AC Slater's real. Oh, AC Slater's real. <laughs> there you go. That's confirmation there. That's so cool. That is so cool. Yeah, he kept that mullet there for like yeah. a good part of the nineties right there. <laughs> I no, think he was, always, he was always his mom was always nice. He was always nice too. So oh, that's so cool. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome right there. I like yeah. that. Um, so besides pro wrestling, what other sports? Because I know you you kind of stopped for a little while, but then you know you came back afterwards. But during that time, what other sports were you following? I know Base, you're a big big, big baseball Padres fan. fan. I'm a, I love the Padres. Padres, Padres, Padres fan. Life. And you know, I know the last time I, I you interviewed me. Um, the Dodgers beat the Padres, and now that I'm interviewing you, the Padres beat the Dodgers. <laughs> yeah, Don't <we> worry. <laughs> Don't worry. We earned that loss because we weren't playing right. Yeah, we were playing really well, too. So, no, yeah. I'm just a big Padres fan. I mean, Tony, no, yeah. poster of Tony Gwynn in my office here where I work at, and he's oh, my awesome. hero. He, he was my hero when I was a kid, you know, so um, just a big, big baseball fan. Uh, not a not a football fan anymore since the Chargers left, but I, I watched uh, San Diego State basketball and football. So I went to I went to San Diego State down here in, in San Diego. So uh, followed my college and then, uh, but Padres, 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 win lose. Uh, I've been some very lean years in the Padre bill, but uh, yeah, and I'll, I've always been a fan. I'll always be a fan of the Padres. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'll always be a fan of of the Dodgers too, USC, and I'm not as much of a UCLA fan because USC don't like UCLA. <laughs> as a matter of fact, um, is um in the in the UCLA campus where they have the bears, the Bruin statue, they actually put Trojan condoms wrapped it around it. So that's, that's during homecoming <laughs> weekends, you know, that's during awesome. the football weekend. Yeah, and trust, awesome. trust me, they, they've, uh, they've done stuff uh, themselves at the USC campus too. So they yeah. always like, yeah, my brother went to USC for like uh, two semesters and then he got transferred to, um, he got transferred to Cal Poly Pomona, but now he's, oh, cool. uh, he's, he's doing business administration. So he's actually really good. And I want to say hello to my brother, by the way. So he's fantastic. Hello, brother. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I, I was a, I was a, I was a journalism major at San Diego State, so my dream was to be uh, a sports writer when I was younger. So yeah, and I, I fell out of love with that too. So I don't know. Oh, that's awesome, you know. <laughs> yeah. That's really really cool, you know. Yeah. yeah, we all got we all we all love our sports, you know. As uh, I mean, I, I I've been following more pro wrestling right now than I have in, in sports, and this is I'm like. The Super Bowl happened just recently, and then of course the um, Daytona 500 just happened last this past weekend, and then of course some other stuff that's been happening, you know, college football and and basketball, NBA's been going on right now. And honestly, uh, for the first time in my life, I haven't been paying as much attention to that as I have to pro wrestling. So, 
because I've been I'm loving what's going on recently, and I've it's been, I've been having a lot of fun. Oh yeah, I mean this. I haven't watched a WWE Premium Live event in a long time. <laughs> I know. I, I, and then I, I finally watched. I, I finally watched for Sami Zayn last weekend. So. Yeah, I, I still call them pay-per-views in my spot, but you know, like I said, is no, I don't. I'm just being sarcastic. No, yeah, I, I get you. I get you. <laughs> no, for sure. So anyway, um, the question that I do wanted to ask you okay. was, um, what got you into Joshi wrestling? Like, what was, and what inspired you actually to create the podcast? Well, the my first taste of Joshi wrestling really was, uh watching like Bull Nakano on WWF and the Jumping Bob Angels and just seeing how different they were than the other wrestlers at the time. Yeah. Even like Alondra Blaze or Medusa, whatever you want to call her. Yeah. You know, they were they were good wrestlers. Judy Martin and Leilani Kai and all of them back in the day, you know, but there's just something different about the Jumping Bob Angels or it's just something different about Bull Nakano and just seeing how special they were. It's like, man, this is this is a whole different ballgame. This, this isn't the professional wrestling I know. This isn't WWF. You know, this isn't NWA. You know, it's it's none of that. It's there's something different here. And it's it's pretty exciting. And uh I, I wanted to explore it. And I mean, I'm like I said, I'm old. So it's even before tape trading. So I couldn't there was no really way to watch it for me for a while. So I kind of just I knew who they were. I enjoyed their work. Then they went away. And then I kind of, you know, it took some time before I can start tape trading and figure that out and uh, read the observer and stuff like that too. And just try to keep up on it a little bit. Um, But what got me into the podcast is I went to Japan uh, a few years ago and I went to a Gato Move show of Emi Sakura and May Suruga and Unimon and all of them, all of them. And they treated me so well. Saki treated me like so well. Saki, you know, from Colors. Oh, yeah. um, the best best sake in wrestling i like to understand. <laughs> um but they just treated me so well then all the other shows i went to everybody just treated me so well and i'm like man why don't people know more people, more people know about these these companies and these people they're fine wrestlers but they're better people so my my whole goal was to introduce the world to the joshi wrestler as performers yeah. as as people because i always tell my, my thing i tell everybody like the, the thing that separates joshi wrestling from a lot of other wrestling, it, it, when, especially when you go see it live, is customer service. They have the yeah. best customer service of anybody, any type of wrestler, any type of entertainment. Any, like you, they treat you like a million bucks when you go yeah. meet them. They treat you like, you know, it's, that's why I just thought it was special. I was like, I got to tell people about this. People need to know about Gato Move. It was really Gato Move is the one I really wanted to get started with. Mm, yeah. It's like, people need to know about Emmy, what, what's special about what Emmy's doing. So I, I came back and um, I had no contacts at all. I had nothing, nobody, I knew nobody. And I just started reaching out to people, asking people to be on the podcast. And it started with um, Jim Valley from uh, Wrestling Observer. He was oh, the yeah. first guy to do it. I, I had nothing. I was I had to teach myself how to, to do a podcast, how to edit a podcast, how to do anything with a podcast, how to buy a microphone. Yeah. Um, but uh, it started with that and then, um just went from there you know i just dm'd people <laughs> i dm'd everybody i could think of and and you know i i know some local san diego people b-boy here in san diego oh yeah b-boy uh, he, wrestles, he wrestles for gcw some as well yeah. but uh i said b-boy i need somebody to talk to really really bad for my podcast can you, you help me find somebody and he found me kikio 
Um, mm, all right. To, to interview her, she has a pretty sad story. She got injured yeah. before she could even wrestle a match in Japan. Yeah. But um, but you know, it just all started from there. And then I just you know reached out to people and asked and asked and I keep asking, I keep asking. I think people get sick of me asking sometimes, but um, yeah, I, I just you know again the whole idea of it was to to introduce the people the the a, a, an audience to the wrestlers and, and you know i really didn't think i'd ever speak to japanese wrestlers i was kind of just like trying to find the foreigners who went to japan yeah and then in the meantime you know mix in like hey you know these are the ones that went over there but this is what's special about you know joshi wrestling and kind of like having them tell the story about what how special joshi wrestling is and then uh, eventually I, I got some uh, japanese wrestlers to to be on the podcast as well and it's kind of gone gone from there yeah, yeah, the, the the Joshi wrestling is its own genre and is filled with so many incredible talents out there. And what got me into Joshi wrestling, uh, your podcast did, you know, it, it was an influence for me to check out Joshi wrestling out there. It was that, but it was also another person that actually introduced it to me. And that is the legend herself, Sumi Sakai. Yeah. She's the one that actually told me about all this so she's the one who told me about um you know she well not directly but you know during in the dms and on my instagram mm -hmm. because she was thankful for me sharing the moments when she won the the pcw ultra championship from tessa blanchard when she beat her for that i told her congratulations and uh she's like oh thank you very much and then after that she's like oh i'm also going to be wrestling here and i and then she's the one that told me about that little thing in anaheim that they were having a little stardom feature with mm -hmm. her teaming up with Nicole Savoy going up against Maya Watani and Tam Nakano. And, I was uh, there. I was there for that. You, you were there for that. I wasn't. <laughs> I was stuck at work. I was stuck at work. And I was like, boo, what the hell? You know what I mean? But anyway. That's where uh, I interviewed Nicole Savoy. It's like right after those matches. I interviewed her like in the lobby of that. Oh, that, oh that nice. Nice. I meet, awesome. I meet Kidani too, the guy from uh, Bushi Road. Yeah. So I, I got a picture with him. I saw I saw his hair and I was like, I got to get a picture with Kadani. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. But, you know, I think thanks to that um, and thanks to her, um, she every and thanks to your podcast, too. Um, I think that's what's gotten me into Joshi wrestling. And honestly, I also want to check out these other different genres of pro wrestling. And that's why I created my podcast, because I wanted to do, you know, to talk about every subject. It's not just one not just a straight mm -hmm. line there's many different parts to go to in the form of pro wrestling mm -hmm. and that's what i like about and that's what i want to talk about and spread the word about it too yep. i want to do my part my part about it i sound like i'm from boston for some reason i, I did my part <laughs> my part but, yeah it's not like alec price for a minute <laughs> bumped into him on saturday by the way i talked yep. to him he was a cool guy that's cool um but anyway um no i I wanted to be a part of the pro wrestling business where I start talking about the many different genres going on, not just in, in Southern California as well, but also across the country, in Canada, Mexico, Japan, England, Australia, you know, everywhere in between, you know, I just want to spread the, the, spread the word about it. So, and that's what yeah. I like about pro wrestling. And I'd never heard a pot. I mean, like interviews, you heard everyone like, I mean, honestly, hardly ever the, the Japanese wrestler is talking to an, you know, to an interpreter in English and stuff. Yeah. I'd really, I never really heard it before. So I was like, I, I kind of want to hear from them. So, you know, that's mm -hmm. kind of why I, I wanted to, to do it and hear from them directly versus, you know, reading a, a translation 
you yeah. know, but uh, just speaking to them and, and asking them, you know, sometimes silly questions, asking them, you know, you know, about stuff that's not wrestling related as well. Right. You know, just they're human beings. You know, a lot of them are really, really young girls, you know. Yeah, they're, they're just getting public, their, pu- yeah, they're, they're, they're pretty they're public, just, you know. Yeah, they're, they're just getting their life started. And, you yeah. know, they're and, um, you know, a lot of them are great kids. You know, they're, they're all, you know, future talents. They're, they're going to be champions someday, I'm sure. Not, I've not met one single Joshi wrestler that I, I have a bad thing to say about. They're, they're all, every single yeah. one of them has been super kind, you know, just very open and, and you know, not, not all of them want to do the podcast, which is okay. I get that. You know, not everybody yeah, wants no. to do it, which is fine. But, you know, they're, they, they're always very respectful about saying no or, you know, and the ones that say yeah. yes, I obviously appreciate. But, yeah, every single Joshi wrestler I've met at every single show I've gone to, which luckily I've gone to quite a few. <laughs> yeah. You know, they've I, been very nice. Oh, that's that's really awesome. I, someday I'm going to go to Japan. I probably, hopefully, will try to go by the end of the year. That's a goal of mine. So hopefully we'll see what happens from there. I'm going to try to go again in probably September, October. I would love to go around that time, too. <laughs> That would be sweet. No, when I was young, I was broke. I couldn't afford to go to Japan. It was a dream. It's like, I'm never going to be able to go to Japan. It's never, ever, ever, ever going to happen, you know? Oh, that's trust me. Yeah, that's what I used to always think. But, yeah. you know, I, you know I, it, I finally got a point in my career where I could afford to go and stuff. And, and you know, I, I decided to pull the trigger and go. But, yeah. No, no always people tell me, it's like, oh, I, you know, I wish I could go. I wish I could go. Right. I was like, I was like you guys too when I was younger. I was broken, and could, and the thought of going to Japan was like, it was like going to the moon or something, you know. But oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I was thinking about that ten years ago. I wouldn't be able to do that. Now yeah. I'm, I'm going to Dallas, going to Portland, and I'm pretty pretty soon going to be going to San Francisco pretty soon. So, the Indies, yes. Sponsored by the Joshi Pod, exactly. <laughs> Actually, I wanted to talk to you about that, but we'll talk about that at the end. Right? Okay. Now. okay. Well, one more question I wanted to ask you because I yeah. did notice. Because speaking of going to Japan, yeah. I, I noticed that you actually, you know, now that the travel restrictions lifted now, thank God. <laughs> but, um, you know, before going to the shows, what was it like being over there, you know, going sightseeing, eating the food there? And then, of course, uh, checking out the, the the towns, the cities, and, of course, the, the scenery over there. What was that like over there? So... I never knew how to describe it, but Kevin Nash, I listen to his podcast a little bit every once in a while. Yeah. And he says, going to Japan is like taking a Xanax. <laughs> if, you, if anybody takes Xanax before or not, but it, it helps you relax. So like when you get no. to Japan, it's like, you just, you just relax, you know, there's no like um, macho thing like it is over here and just angry and, and just people like, like feeling entitled and stuff that, that goes and overconfident. Away. Yeah, that just goes right. away when you that goes away when you go over there and you just you just kind of relax. And while I'm there, I kind of, you know, I just relax and, and and have fun. And you know, there's I mean, we think we have history yeah. in America. We don't have history in America. There's, there's some history in Japan that's you know so much older than anything in America, and uh, it's really interesting to see. And yeah, just seeing being people being respectful and just you know, it's just it's a whole different vibe over there. Food is amazing. You know the. Yeah. the 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 hamburgers at McDonald's look like the pictures. It doesn't look like here in America where nice. they look like a, a a mess, you know, like a mess of food. It looks like so, it looks like somebody just slapped it and like yeah, done. But people take yeah. people take pride in what they do over there. You know, it, it's not perfect over there, but you know, it's it, for. And, and I'm not sure. I, I mean, I I would love to live over there to see how I experienced living over there. But you know, visiting there, it's been nothing but positivity. I went there right before the um, pandemic. It was like it was like kind of like touch and go if I was going to be able to get back or not, right oh. when the pandemic hit. 
So I got out and the flight back, it was like a big giant airplane. There was like 30 people on the airplane in the mm-hmm. whole big giant airplane. So I got out right before um, the pandemic hit. And then Ooh, yeah. um, last year I kind of gambled and bought my ticket early and really cheap. Mm. And uh, it opened up right in time for me to go. So I was got lucky and got to go last year again. That's so awesome. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that's that, a, I don't I don't go to movies. I don't do anything. I don't spend like money anywhere else really a whole lot. My I, I live to travel, and my favorite place to travel is Japan. So I, I save yeah. all my entertainment money to to go. I don't go to concerts and that either anymore. My, yeah. my entertainment dollar is to travel to Japan, basically. Yeah, the last concert I have been to was uh, was uh, my, my brother invited me, Kings of Leon. Uh, honestly, I got drunk there and <laughs> almost dislocated my kneecap because uh, I, sl- I slipped down the stairs and then like my my knee just buckled and then I just went backwards. And then I still st- stand on, on it and I was still standing on it. And I was on drunken instinct at that time. So I did. I wasn't feeling no pain, no nothing whatsoever. I said, hey, let's check this out. Let's check this out. And it was all cool. And then the very next day I felt it. <laughs> so luckily I didn't, I went to the doctor and luckily it didn't t- nothing torn or nothing sprained or anything like that. I just got lucky. <laughs> then the last time, the last time I went to another concert was, um, I went to see Aaron Lewis Sting when he was had the band, the guy's got vocals like an angel. No doubt yeah. about it. But anyway, that's another topic at hand. If I do now, one, one thing I haven't done though, I want to go to a concert in Japan. I've not seen a concert in Japan yet. So that'd be that'd be that, interesting. That's one thing I'd like to do. Yeah. That'd be interesting to go see a rock band over there or a J pop uh, group over there. Oh yeah, I don't I would love to see baby metal at the Tokyo Dome. Yeah, baby metal too. Yeah. That would be sick, I would think, you know. But yeah, that's something I, I haven't done yet that I've always had. Definitely for sure. Life. So so yeah. definitely um yeah, I mean I'm just like um, you. I, ba- I don't, yeah, baseball games as well in japan that's another thing i like so oh yeah, yeah that's baseball right. games are the the best to go to over there that's why i kind of go in september usually right yeah. when the, uh, the season's you know still going on i see i used to pick to go to the five-star finals and to go to baseball games that's why i used to always go in september so ah, okay. um that that's why i set my calendar up for that so i can do those things and i've gone to all the stadiums in tokyo and yokohama and um yeah, so baseball is a big deal over there, and it's really cool oh, yeah. to go. It's like going to a, a football match over here, or a soccer match over here where people are singing the entire game and having chants and <laughs> yeah. stuff like that. It's how baseball is over there, and it's just so much fun. And the beer girls with little small kegs in their back and serving beer to the fans and stuff. It's just yeah. it's just super cool, and I make friends wherever I go. So oh, yeah. if I don't know, I, I, they don't speak a word of English. I don't speak a word of Japanese, but somehow I, I make friends wherever I go, so. Um, it's always a good time when 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 I go to ball games or go go out to. Yeah. I have a I have a video of a, some guys I met this past time. I went to the equivalent of the Japanese World Series uh, when I was there this past time, oh, and wow. uh, and I got a bunch of Japanese people to start screaming "LA sucks," and I recorded a video of just like Japanese people <laughs> screaming "LA sucks." It's awesome! Wow, <laughs> wow! Even we got fans. Are they? Is that the Giants of Japan? What is it called? The uh... Yomiuri Giants. You know, Yomiuri no, Giants. I can't even remember what stadium I was at, but yeah, it was uh, it was the Japanese World Series. But yeah, and wow. I have a Padre hat on. I have a U Darvish jersey I wear over there too, just to yeah. suck up to the Japanese people a little bit more by like showing off my U Darvish jersey. Yeah. So they're all about me being like, you know, oh, this guy loves U Darvish. Like, hey, will you guys chant something for me? Like, yeah, yeah. 
So I just got a bunch of people yelling, LA sucks. It was awesome. LA sucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Well, well, we better not tell the Dodger fans in my neighborhood about that. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But um, anyway. it's all fun. Yeah, it's all fun. No, we're, it's all it's all good fun as I always call it. But yeah. anyway, so now, so now since we're talking about that, that sounds like a lot of fun. I got to go over there now. That, that's, oh, that's, I could write a book about uh, uh, wrestling bars too. I've been to a bunch of different wrestling bars over there. They're it's amazing experience. To, you know what? It's funny. One of the one of the Joshi wrestlers actually recommended me muscle the Muscle Girls bar over there. And uh, see, I had a chance to go this past time. I didn't go, and I'm kicking myself because I wanted to get slapped in the face by one of them. I bet you they they <laughs> they are bodybuilding girls. Uh, yeah, some of them are actually uh, athletes, wrestlers. Even I know yeah. I know Chanyota works there. Yeah, that's for sure. I know she's there, and um, I've I've heard her com- competing in uh, Triple P Tokyo, and then of course she was recently in Stardom recently. I got to see yeah. her at Triple P when I was over there. Yeah, you 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 actually saw her. Uh, yeah, how how is she wrestling. by the way? She's getting better. She's getting a lot better. Um, I'm trying to get her on the podcast. hasn't hasn't happened yet, but it's one of the people I'm trying to get on the podcast. But that'd uh, be so cool. I would like to see her. Yeah, I would like her in my podcast too. That's so interesting because you know her, we know her backstory, but at the same time, her powerlifting, and then of course, you know, watching her matches. I there was a video clip on YouTube where she was competing against Rina Gamashta, and you know, I was, and now she's like going up and teaming up with Marika Kogashi. And mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, she she's actually she takes this stuff seriously. She's actually really good in the ring. She has yeah. that character, that charisma there. Yeah, she's gotten really good too. There's a few wrestlers that in you know that made the jump recently that were weren't very good, but are are getting really good now. Oh well, yeah, you know, just sometimes like they they could be a natural born athlete. Other times, it takes time to develop, but they get there. Like and... Unagi, Unagi Sayaka, who I when mm-hmm. she was with the Tokyo Joshi Pro, I was like, yeah, she's not very good. But now she's amazing, you know. She's right. had time to to work on it and, and establish herself, and she's one of my favorite wrestlers to watch right now. Uh, speaking of Unagi Sayaka, she's going to be at the Queen of Indies. And sponsored by the Joshi Pot. Sponsored by the Joshi Pot. Don't forget, people. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing her um, actually compete on May 13th. I will be there in San Francisco. And, um, yeah, I, I, I could tell it, when we were talking about what we want to be when we grow up when we were kids, she I saw I heard your podcast. She wanted to grow up to be a dinosaur. Yes. <laughs> ain't, that the, ain't that the most adorable thing I've heard? I mean, that's that's there's some kids that I know that think that way. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, it's so that's so fun. You know what I mean? That's such a cool. So you can tell she's a great personality. Yeah, I, she, she's she's super cool. And yeah, and I went to Japan this past time. She uh she's kind of working freelance a bit now. Right. Like every show I went to where she was at, she had the longest merchandise lines of anybody at any of the shows. Wow. It's cool to see. She's got a following of people in in she had that she rented like an office space, like a couple of blocks from Kurrican Hall. And she had people out the door there buying merchandise from her too. So that's kind of where I got to sit and talk with her. And she kind of made fun of me a little bit for my big beard and stuff and oh. <laughs> my big belly and stuff. But, you know, but uh, I'm hard to forget. So she, she remembered me from other shows too. But, <laughs> that's cool. But she was such a sweetheart. And, you know, I got, I got a chance to, you know, chat with her a little bit there. And that's kind of where we set up the interview for the podcast. Oh, yeah. But nice. uh, no, yeah, like I said, before she, I thought she was not very good, but now she's, she's amazing. And, I'm so happy she got to come to the the States. I was trying to get her to come for Mania Week, but it didn't work out. So I'm glad she got a chance to go up for uh, Queen of the Indies. Yeah, I mean, that's that's so cool. I mean, I don't know if she's going to make it to Mania Week, 
but she's uh, not. No, we, we we were we were trying. We were trying. She and I were working together. We were trying to make it happen, but it just didn't happen this year. So yeah. I, I'm glad she got an opportunity with with Queen of the Indies. Well, at least uh, well, we're gonna gonna get a chance to see her on May 13th. So that's gonna be exactly. And Queen uh, of the Indies gonna be a good great show. That's gonna be uh, a great show. That's gonna be people, a... people up there that are putting it on are just good good people. I, I've not been a whole like involved with the wrestling business that much, but you know, I'm trying to sponsor some things and help out where I can and, and I'm sponsoring that show. And yeah. the people I'm working with up there are just, you know, top notch people on top of, you know, of being, you know, everything else. It's just, I don't know, you hear horror stories about the wrestling business, but the, you know, the West coast pro guys are just top notch and I'm very thankful to be working with them. Yeah, absolutely. And um, there's going to be a time where I'm going to, I'm going to start um, getting involved more myself so um hopefully by after wrestlemania week um you're gonna start seeing my my name more often when i start helping some of these promotions out um yeah. I, I already helped out um pcw ultra over there mm-hmm. in wilmington um i've helped out pride style pro um i even helped out gcw once and uh, that was when they returned to la and i figured you know what let me just help brett lauderdale out real quick and i'll just help him out and say hey you know, this is a welcome back from me to you. You know what I mean? So I just figured this is a good opportunity for that. And pretty soon, my first um, sponsorship was actually a promotion in New Jersey called Evictus Pro Wrestling. I've and, heard of that before, yeah. Yeah, they've, um, they're have they on IWTV. Um, they're, uh, it's a great little promotion. Kind of reminds me of PCW Ultra from in the East Coast version of them. So it's kind of remind me of them. So uh, shout out PC, to them. PCW puts on good, great shows too. Oh yeah, they did. Um, they they actually put on. They're gonna have a, new, a next one coming up on April twenty second. That's gonna be a good one too. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if I'm gonna sponsor yet because I'm probably gonna be recovering from my WrestleMania um, adventure. <laughs> so and like well, I said, WrestleMania we can get pretty expensive too if you start buying. It, yeah. I, I told my friend um, Wendy. I think a lot of people know who she is, by the way. Uh, even the wrestlers, She's a little know she... little tiny girl. Yes. Yeah, I've seen her before at shows. Yes, she yeah. she um she said that you know she told me the best quote. She told me if you're gonna go out and go all out on WrestleMania week, you're gonna have to put a second mortgage so you can yeah. buy all kinds of stuff <laughs> and meet all kinds of wrestlers because that's what exactly we're gonna have to do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, luckily, I, luckily I came prepared this time around. We're still waiting for my my buyout. But at the same time, <laughs> no, because uh, yeah, it's it's another story. But um, yeah. I'm I'm gonna I'm waiting some something going on. But in the meantime, that's another. Uh, I'll be getting more involved afterwards. Yeah. So um, expect um expect a little surprise here and there. Good, good, good. Yeah, my my WrestleMania makes me a little bit different this year. So. Yeah, and was so so we were talking about your trip in Japan, um. The other, the other question I want to talk about from there is that um, you went to different wrestling shows out there. You went to uh, TJPW. You went to Oz Academy. You went to Actress Girls, AWG. Um, you went to uh, Triple P Tokyo. You went to uh, Sendai Girls. Mm-hmm. And um, I believe you went to several more, too, as well. Uh, tell me about those those shows out there. Um, and uh, how, what, what was the experience like to go over there? They're all the same, but different, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's really quality wrestling on the shows, but the, there's a little, you know, different, uh, a different flavor for each one though. But, um, yeah, I, I went to, uh, first time I went to an actress girl show, um, and, uh, loved it. I'd never gone to an actress girl show. I've always, I've always 
I don't know. I, I don't know. For some reason, I always skipped it when I, I just never made it to one and never you know made a priority to go to one. But I went to one and uh, it was probably one of the best things I've ever done um, was going to one of those shows because I got to meet the the owner of uh, Actress Girls, Mr. Sakaguchi, and this uh, other gentleman who speaks English really well. And he's asking what I'm doing over there. And it's kind of opened the door up for me to work with Actress Girls a little bit on, a, nice. you know, in a um unofficial way um but you know just right. the wrestlers are great mari is great miko aono is is somebody everybody needs to watch and see her wrestle um akiyasakawa has always been one of my favorites she's one on the podcast years ago yeah um but uh yeah i love i love actress girls one of my favorite promotions they're not cookie cutter there's different characters there's a girl that's a ninja there's a girl that's a squirrel you know there's all yeah. different kinds of things there's pirates and, and all kinds of stuff so I kind of like that in my wrestling a little bit, you know, just different flavors and just, you know, it doesn't have to take itself so seriously all the time. Right. Um, Sendai Girls, uh, let's see Miki Wata for the first time, I think. Um, I heard so much about her. She's, oh, she's amazing. She's, she's yeah, yeah. She, she's incredible athlete and she's put on great matches. Yeah. And Chihiro Hashimoto is amazing as well. Yeah, she is. And you, I love you so much. Oh, you're um, great. Yeah. What a powerhouse she is. She's going to be on the podcast soon, I hope as well. Oh, we're, working so. on, we're working on a date for that, but I love you um, at the, the Sendai show. I, I always call her you because of the pronunciation, like you yeah. capital U, you know, like, so you, yeah. you know, not it you. Just sounds more, it just sounds more fun to say you because I, yeah. I, I, I love to say I love you. So I, because I love you. Um, <laughs> that's a good one. Good yeah. one right there. I got that pun. <laughs> <laughs> but no yeah that's great I mean, but yeah all the shows I mean, it's, it's cool to go to different places to see shows as well shinkiba first ring is awesome to go to i would love to go Cor there cork and hall obviously is amazing obviously um, Charles right there yeah in uh shinjuku face i went to the first time when i was over here yeah. this past time um just you know itabashi green hall just you know different places different things like i got to go to gifu for yeah. the first time for Ladius, I got to see Mari Manji wrestle up in, in, in Gifu. Oh, wow. uh, she, she invited me up there. So I went up there and she, Mary Manji is one of my favorite people that I've met in the business. So she invited me up. So I went up there and went in a little tiny, little tiny, tiny, tiny place, little tiny, tiny ring. And, uh, but they just treated me so well up there. Um, I got to go to uh, Osaka and else did i get to um did you go to yeah i got to go to kfc hall which was on my bucket list i never really left tokyo before i mean i went to yokohama for for baseball game before but i've always usually just stayed in tokyo yeah. this past time was the first time i really ventured out so i went to gifu in kyoto and osaka and i got to see uh risa sarah's anniversary show uh in in uh osaka which was pretty amazing one of um, the main stars of uh promise yeah, she's yeah. amazing. She's amazing. And uh, uh, Manami Toyota was there and they did a little oh, interview with wow. her. And, but Suzu Suzuki was there and I've interviewed Suzu before on the podcast and Akane Fujita has been on the podcast before and I chatted with her a little bit and, and Tay Honma was well, on the show. You know, what I like about those prominence girls, uh, Akane Fujita and uh, Suzu Suzuki, holy crap, those, those girls are straight fighters. And Suzu, you know, she's going to be She's going to hold a main championship, a big time championship. I know for sure. Oh, she's, she's going to be she's going to be a top star in the business for probably ten years. She's only yeah. twenty years old, and she's, yeah, she's already amazing. getting main recognition. And holy hell, the death matches she's on. I'm, I was 
I was I, like, oh my God. You know, like I'm gonna make a, a statement here. I've said it before. I hate death matches. I can't stand death matches. But no, I yeah. Love, I love Rina, I love Rina Yamashita. Yes. Even though she she does death matches, but oh no, yeah, yeah. I but mean, uh, I'm not a, I'm not a fan because I've, I've been to TJ and watched his crazy death matches down there in TJ too and stuff. Um, but I, I just don't can't get into it's not for me. It's, it's not it's, if you like it, that's wonderful. But it's not for yeah. me. But it's not uh, for everybody. It's not for no, everybody. no, absolutely not. I mean, Joshi wrestling's not for everybody. But right. um, yeah, but I, I don't like to see Suzu. She's too young, and, and I don't know. I don't like to see those girls get all scarred up. I don't. I don't like to say the guys get all scarred up either because you see like. Uh, some of these people sometimes with scars all over their back, it's pretty, pretty yeah. heinous. But, but no, Suzu is going to be the biggest star in the world. Yeah, maybe, sooner than later. Oh yeah, she's no doubt yeah. about it. But um, yeah, you know, you go to these different promotions from these different shows, and you know, you're like, oh my gosh, everybody has their own uniqueness in a way, and that's what I like about, you know, because I've watched some of these shows, you know, and and I seen Oz Academy. I saw oh, Sendai Oz Girls. Was, Oz Academy was such a fun show to go to. Yeah, how was that show? By the way, it was cool because it was at uh, Shinjuku Face, and I was kind of sitting in the front row, and um, I don't know, just just seeing Mayuki he play a different character, Sari and yeah. play a different character. You know, just the violence and stuff of it all. It was it was good to see. They're heel um, group, right? Yeah, yeah, they're totally heel group, and it's it's just fun to see them. Yeah, they always beat the hell out of each other with the yeah. with whips the and chains, yeah. and then of course yeah. the outsiders are right there with boxes and all that crap. And I'm like, yeah. man, man, this like they're, they're they're not giving no shit for anybody. You know what I mean? They're, <laughs> But yeah, no. And, and marvelous, I, marvelous. I went to marvelous show as well. I went to a couple marvelous ah, shows. Yes, marvelous. That was an amazing shows as well. Um, Mio Momono is amazing. Maria, I think Maria is going to be the one of the, another one of the big stars that's going to be uh, out I there like for Maria. a while. I like yeah, Maria. She's, she's great. She's Fantastic. Wonderful. Mio uh, Momono too is actually really nice too. Uh, I, I I sent her well wishes and she liked my post. So that's cool. And I, I'm like, she's yeah. a she's a little killer. You know, some yeah, of those wrestlers are a little like they're small. But there are killers like uh, Yuka Sakazaki's little, but she's a killer, and Suzu Suzuki's becoming a killer as well. These little girls are just. I, I, I just always say. Beat the like, hell out of you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I always say it seems like in the Joshi genre, the cuter they are, the more hell they'll give you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, but this, like, I don't know if they're like overcompensating because they're small. And they think they got to hit you harder, but yeah, those are just little little killers out there. They're, well, they're my, kind of my favorites to watch. Yeah, well, my friend Wendy, she's small, and yeah. uh, <laughs> and she will hit you if you give her anything. You know, be like that, like yeah, no, she's like that. So yeah, you you don't don't mess with little people. <laughs> now, but yeah, just seeing the PPP, I loved Ichika from PPP is also another person I I saw for the first time and enjoyed, and just I don't know. Just so many people, actress girls. There's so many people I saw at actress yeah. girls. You know me, and you know in a way, and um, just just so many people. I, I you know I, I fell in love with with every time I go to a show, I fall in love with with the companies and, and just really yeah. enjoy it and just see how hard they work. It's Gaoki is another one I, I love to watch over there and Rico Kaiju and yeah. just all Asahi from Ice Ribbon. You know, just Yappy. I, I got to see Yappy a little bit while I was over there too. You know, oh, it's just, yeah. I don't know. I don't like fall in love with, in love with them, but you know, I, I fall in love with, with what they're doing in their careers and, and just appreciate. No, yeah, doing. yeah, absolutely. I mean, you you know, it, it gives you a sense of appreciation for what they do. Yeah. It's not like, I mean, it's not to downgrade um, wrestlers here over here in America, but it's just like a different breed. It's there's a different method. And oh, yeah, uh, and I've talked to enough wrestlers over here who will just flat out say it's different over there. They're better over there. You know, whatever you want to call it. You know. Yeah. I mean, Mercedes Monet basically said that too, and went over there and, and kind of 
training with the best and look, she's better than she's ever been, right? Yeah, and now Mercedes Monet, IWGP women's champion, defeated yeah. Kyrie just recently as this past week. When you train with the best, you become the best, right? Yeah. So and she, um, she is. Now, so now potentially she might be having a match with uh, Azumi. So uh well I wait and see. We'll see what happens. I want to see, I want to see if she can hang with Azumi. Azumi can fly. Yeah. Yeah, she can. <laughs> She's a good kid. She's really yeah. fast and really quick. I've been watching that. her for for years and years, but yeah, I want to see if Monet can yeah. keep up with Azumi. If Azumi decides to go a thousand miles an hour, I want to see if Mercedes can hang out, hang with her or not. Absolutely, I, I can't <laughs> wait to see that. Um, in the current landscape of wrestling, like as far as in the Joshi world right now, who do you see stand out right now in the Joshi world? Well, obviously, uh, Shuri, Utami, yeah. Hayashida. Shishida. Yeah. Um, Mayuki, he's amazing. Saori and No is so underrated and underappreciated. She's as good as there is in, in the business. Yeah. Um, Miko Aono from I'm trying to think of all the aces. You know, she she uh, Hiro Hashimoto, um, Mio Momono. You know, just the, yeah. these people that don't get it. Stardom gets all the attention, but there's so many other good wrestlers out there. I think May Saruga is one of the best wrestlers in the world. Uh, I had I, I had the privilege of um, interviewing May Saruga along with Bali Anaki last year. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they, you know, they, they have that true appreciation of what they've done. Of course, she said that her favorite, her favorite opponent and tag team partner was um, Haruka Umasaki from pro wrestling Diana. And yeah. uh, she, you know, she, she trained with her, they became friends. And of course uh, she was telling me about Chi Koshikawa where she's like, Oh, she's weird, but you know, <laughs> no, but like a fun weird, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like no, a, but there's something. Cause when I saw May the first time years Years ago, like right before I started doing the podcast, I'm like, oh, something special about her, you know, we'll yeah. wait and see. And then I came back later and saw Che, and I I was interviewing Emmy at, at Ichigaya. They were kind enough to let me like go back and, and interview people there. And That's off, nice. you know, off the mic, she's like, okay, so, you know, you, you see who my stars are now with, you know, May and stuff. Who do you think is next? And I said, Che. And she looked at me and goes, Che? Che? <laughs> <laughs> like I was crazy or something. It was like, there's something about her. There's a little, a little gleam in the eye, a little character, a little, little weirdness or whatever we want to call it. Yeah. And I just, I just saw it in Shay, and I was like, ah, I think she's got, she's got something. You know. Yeah. There's a girl at, at uh, um, actress girls right now who's Rensan, who's um, not one of the bigger names there. You know, she's at the bottom of the card right now, but just something, something I see in her. It's like, I think she's got something, and she's gonna, she's gonna be something special. Just you know, give her some time and let, let her, you know, get there, but. There's something about Renson I think it's going to be really, really good. The that. process, the process is going to play out. You know, yeah, mostly. yeah. She'll, she'll get if if you have the personality and stuff. I mean, almost all those women get better at wrestling. But if you if you have the personality, you know, you're you're probably two thirds of the way there because you you know you're going to get better at wrestling if you train in Japan. So, um, yeah, that's why I thought Che and May and and Rinsan, uh have just you know a little gleam in their eye or something. Yeah, I, I, there's something about them that's going to be that has a lot of potential. I mean, mm -hmm. you can see it. I mean, in May Saruga's case, uh, you, you see uh, going to Mexico for the first time, you know, and we're wrestling for CMLL. And then the, I just now you see how much they grow. They're coming out from each guy square. And then the next minute, they're fighting with Joey Janela. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was stunned when I found out that they were booked for No Peace Underground. That stunned me <laughs> because. Uh, that promotion is pure deathmatch at its gruesomest. Yes. <laughs> that same show, they lit someone on fire and then they, you know, knocked someone up. But anyway, besides the point, their <laughs> match, 
they did it kind of like that Choco Pro style where they kept it mostly outside of the ring and they were fighting all over the place and everybody was having fun. They even broke a wall in, in during the match. <laughs> one thing one thing I wanted to do this year for WrestleMania, I wasn't able to pull it off. Uh, I wanted to create a replica Ichigaya Chocolate Square with like mm. the two windows and, and stuff like that. Yeah. I, was, I was trying to see if I could like pull it off and like create a, a, a Choco Pro show live mm. uh, in like a like in a in a theater. Yeah. Just like a, a facade of the, the wall where people can go through the, <laughs> the, the windows and stuff and like just make it, you know, kind of that. I wasn't able to pull it off, but that's why one oh, thing wow. I tried to I tried to do this year, but yeah. Just we to, gotta, we gotta gotta be an advocate for Choco Pro USA. We gotta do yes. something like that. We have Absolutely. to do that. We gotta, so we gotta convince Emmy and everybody else. We gotta convince May and Aki and everyone else to see if they're willing to come over and for an episode. We gotta find a spot though. We're working on it. We're working yeah, on it. We'll have to work on that. Maybe I'll help you yeah. out there. Um, <laughs> so um, no, I'm I'm willing to help out. So. Um, I'm dreaming big, brother. I'm I got big dreams right now. So I, I'm trying oh, yeah. to, I don't to blame you. Big. Yeah. I don't blame you. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna somewhere down the road for sure. Yeah. Um, who do you see? So uh, you already mentioned actress girls. Uh you see them like as the future of Joshi wrestling? Like who if if that's the case, or if not, who else do you see as the future? I think there's a place for for actress girls. I don't think I mean stardom has just has so much money behind them and so much yeah. you know, everything behind them. Everybody else is a distant second or third or fourth or whatever it is. I think, I think actress girls has its place in Japan to where it's going to be popular in Japan. You know, it's going to get more and more yeah. popular over there, but there nobody's going to touch stardom. It's TJPW doesn't can't touch stardom. Nobody touches stardom as far as, you know, anybody stardom wants stardom can get. And they've kind of showed yeah. that over the last few years. And, you know, cause they've got money and they, they'll spend it and they've got the, they still haven't figured out how to put a live pay per view on TV, but, um, but uh, yeah, I, I think I kind of have an idea because of Stardom <laughs> Showcase Four, I believe. Yeah, that's supposed. Yeah, because now they're they're putting it on pay per view. Now it's not going to be on pay per view, and it's going to be a rerun at um, on Stardom World. Yeah, how's it not and, live? Everything should be live at this point. Everything yeah, should it, be live. It has to be live. And I, if Emmy can figure out how to be live from Inchigaya Chocolate Square, Stardom can figure out how to be live every single time too. That's why I love what they do. You know, I love it when they yeah. do it. So me too. That's that's so cool. I try to keep up as much as I can. You know, especially with the live streams. But sometimes, like the only time that I get to like check up on their live streams and then say hello to them, and then I'll send them a little super chat. And um, like the only time is like on a Wednesday morning when I'm working mm. a double shift or I just start working the first of my the first hour on my sixteen hour day. Jeez. And then like. Like the only time, because like the first hour and a half, I do nothing. And I just sit in a chair and wait for everything to open up. And then um, like the first 30 minutes, I'll check to see if Chi is on or if Mesa is on. They have that little Kawaii stream. Mm -hmm. And um, I'll just check to see if they're on and I'll, I'll send them a super check. Hey, hello. You know, and they, they, luckily they read it and they know who I am. So as a matter of yeah. fact, a friend of mine, when they were at Beyond Wrestling at Wrestling Open, um, my friend bumped into them and took a picture with uh, May and Aki. And then he said, mentioned, Hey, do you know the wrestling enthusiast and TWE and uh, Aki's like, Oh yeah, yeah. They remember. <laughs> they remember. So I was like, Oh, that's good. They, I, I'm getting noticed. So, yeah. I mean, but you know, like I said, I just, I'm happy to do it because yeah, you know, it's, it's for a great cause. I, lo I love the wrestling industry. 
you know it's been good yeah. to me my whole entire life pretty much and um yeah but again stardom stardom won't give me the time of day it's 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 not why i don't like them but they don't give me the time of day for interviews which is fine it's it's fine but but I, I think they, they get enough publicity on their own. I, that's why I kind of like want to talk to the people from the actress girls, the marvelouses, the yeah. the seedlings, the waves, you know, those companies like that, because you know they can they can use the publicity, they can use the, the voice, you know, for somebody to to advocate for them to, I, to get people to watch and listen to them. I love what Hikaru Shida is doing with the pro wrestling the Regina the Wave Championship. I love what she's doing, giving them attention in AEW with them. Mm-hmm. That's great. And um, Rio Mizunami, who was there for a little bit, she was given a seed leaning some time too. Mm-hmm. And um, I loved that they were doing that there. And um, this just gives uh, awareness to the promotions. And that's what I love about AEW. I mean, I'm I'm not the like a I'm I'm not the biggest mark of AEW nor WWE because those are the two big time promotions. Mm-hmm. But like. Uh, yeah, I'm a big supporter of the independent scene. As a matter of fact, someone called me the king of the indies. I'm like, <laughs> I think that's somebody else there. But if you're talking about podcaster of the indies, that'd be me, pretty much. Good. But, yeah. No. In um, yeah. It's it's just it's it's super cool just to like to to be a voice of them. And yeah, and I I went over and you know I, I go to the different places in Japan. Like okay, well, I went to one of the bars in Japan where uh, it's it's the Wave Bar. And yeah. somebody, somebody I met at a show said, "Hey, you want to go with me to the Wave Bar?" I'm like, "Yeah, let's go, let's go." So I went to the Wave Bar. I met Gami, who runs oh, nice. the Wave, and she doesn't speak English, and I don't speak Japanese, so we spoke Spanish to each other, which was amazing. Oh, and, wow. you know, I, I know enough Spanish, and she knows enough Spanish for us to communicate with each other in Spanish. <laughs> we couldn't speak oh, wow. English or Japanese, yeah. <laughs> but oh it's like oh bienvenidos yeah, yeah but even more than that, yeah, like you know, that. It's, it's we we could we communicated pretty well that's awesome that's yeah, so and cool she, and she and i you know kind of hit it off and she's made her athletes available to, to me for the podcast after meeting her over there so sure, you know, I, sure. I got to have yeah i'm gonna try to get uh um sakura hirota on uh, a special mother's day edition of the podcast of the Joshi she Pod. i've heard of her so much not just in like Different promotions in the Joshi world, but also like I've seen her recently, uh, the Hana Kimura Memorial shows. Uh, yeah. She was made several appearances where she was cosplaying Hana. Yeah. And the other times she was like just being goofy and being funny. You know what I mean? Oh, she's she's, she's all goofy. She's all. She's, funny. she's hilarious. Yeah. And then she, I don't have to describe it, but when she does this, oh, yeah, up the butt. I'm yeah. like, oh god. <laughs> and she has oh. little twin. She has twin kids, a little boy and a little girl. <laughs> And they yeah. just run around. They just run around shows like crazy when you're there too. And yeah, stuff. she and, had an anniversary show, I think, not uh, a, a couple, a year and a half ago, something like that. And I guess she brought her kids up into the ring, and they even played where she, one of her kids pinned her one, two, three with the referee. <laughs> I'm like, there you go, the youngest one to have a victory over a wise veteran. In the it's cute, line. but it's cute though, because like it her is. son, her son doesn't really like. I don't know when I've gone to shows, her son's not super interested, but her daughter. Um, I saw one of those shows. I think it was a Sendai girl show I went to where yeah. she sat with her daughter in the audience and her daughter was like, just mesmerized by the matches going on in the <laughs> ring. So we may have another future Joshi star in, in Sakura. It kids. could be. Keep the generational yeah. thing going. Yeah. yeah. That's but no, great. But she's, she's amazing. But yeah, the plan is to have her on um, Mother's Day because she's the, the mother of twins to have her on the Mother's Day episode of the Joshi pod. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, future generations, you know, come up yeah. and it's going to be very interesting to see what's going to happen there. Yeah. Um, so my next question, I'm going to be at the queen of Indies on May 13th, hosted by the Joshi pod. 
<laughs> and um, and we already seen an impressive list of people that already been uh, Just announced wait. already. And, Just wait. Uh, yeah, we've we've already seen Chagusa Nagayo, the legend herself, who's been wrestling since 1980 during the All Japan Wrestling days. Yeah, All Japan Women's Wrestling, of course, that's some of the toughest women out there that you probably could ever see. Nobody compete. knows. Nobody knows how popular she was. Nobody here in the America can comprehend how popular she was. I mean, she was Hulk Hogan. She was Taylor Swift. She was all those people wrapped into one because she was singing and wrestling and yeah, like just just um, just you know. Her popularity was just insane off the charts. By the way, it's not it's that's nothing new. If you watch a Tokyo Joshi Pro Wrestling show, and then you see the up up girls, you see Mi Watanabe, Raku, and uh, Hikari Noah. You see them up there singing. Um, that's not nothing new. That is something that they've been doing since the seventies, mm-hmm. I believe, mm-hmm. or even before. And yeah, they've been uh, doing a long time, yeah. Yeah, so it's this is this is something that they've been doing. I know because I've seen clips on YouTube where they have had a. They had them singing theme songs and stuff like that, and yeah, but and then they have Ch- Chagusa. Matches. But Chagusa was just you know like a mainstream celebrity in in Japan, so she's just a whole different level. Just amazingly how popular she was, right? And you know, like I said, um, you know, you got Chagusa Nagayo, you got Unagi Sayaka coming in, you got Nicole Savoy coming out of retirement, and that's a great thing to hear. I love yeah, Nicole Savoy is just a sweetheart. Yeah, I got to see I got to see her wrestle in Japan a couple of times and. Uh, I got the I yelled a little swell at her when she was <laughs> in the ring, and she looked over, was like, "That made it all the way over here." And she looked out and saw me in the crowd. So <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. But it was, it was pretty. Yeah, it was pretty cool because I knew she would like not expect that at all. So I just yelled. I'm not oh, a big yeller at wrestling shows, but I had to yell that for her just. To be- I I kind of been of a yeller. There's another guy that I know that yells a lot more, but of course, man, that's another. Topic. There's some people. There's some people I don't like that yells too much at shows. I I just laugh at the ones that you know, the ones that because I'm I'm not stupid enough to do that. You know what I mean? So there's some I, SoCal guys that are pretty repugnant. So yeah, no, I I I've, I I know, and, and when when we know one, and when we Wendy know, gets yeah. mad, Wendy gets mad at him. So yeah. just, I'll just I'll just say that I'll leave it like that. Yeah. Um. So I yeah. actually told people that next to me that were just yelling. I was at a PWG show years ago. Just some <laughs> dude was just like talking and talking, like shut the up, you know. <laughs> yeah. like, just like shut up. No, no, no. Yeah, I'll say that straight out yeah. to their face. Sometimes if they have to be like shut, like shut, yeah. you know, just like <laughs> let it be. You know, just stop, just stop. Oh, I was mm-hmm. rude to this guy because everybody was like just telling this guy to shut up, and he was kept going. He wanted to be the he wanted to be the attention, and like a. I, someone told me to shut up one time and i said <laughs> I, no i just looked at him like you got something to say to me <laughs> all right a wrestling show jesus i wasn't even talking loud yeah but anyway that's another like i said but i'm trying time. to hijack the show is different than just yelling or screaming that's different Some it's like heck, it's like heckling a comedian at a, at a stand-up show you know just, yeah. but anyway um so yeah queen of indies something yes. we're looking forward to um chigusa nagai is going to be there unagi sayaka is going to be there um we also got Nicole Savoy coming out of retirement for this show, which is awesome to do. And then you also just recently announced that Dulce Tormenta is going to be there as well. That's awesome as well. There's that there's is. more names. There's more names coming. More names. So coming, that pretty so. much answers my question. Then uh, you, we got some surprises, but we don't have to know. We'll just wait and we'll be surprised. Yeah, wait by and that. be surprised by it. But yeah, I, I got I have, some information of, of some people. Uh, I I was actually talking to some people about some stuff when I was over in Japan and. and yeah. Um, yeah, some some people coming over, so I was pretty excited. To, to I know hear. that the only secret I do know, which I have an idea of, is that yeah, that 
marvelous is going to be involved in the show. So that's the only secret I know. And I kind of have an idea who might show up. I mean, we already know Chigusa Nagayo is going to be there, but we also got Nagi Sayaka. And now um, if I can make a prediction, you don't have to say anything about this, but Mio Momono is probably going to be there. I know that, but we'll wait and see. Well, we're going to be surprised by it. So I, I, yeah, all I say is like, people will be happy. People will be happy with the the people coming over and and I'm excited to see. But I I also can't wait, you know, like also, you know, you get to see those like Sandra Moon come up and then you can see Billy Starks. And Sandra Moon's, Sandra Moon's going to get to go to Japan for the first time real soon. I know. And you know, honestly, I had her on the podcast and I'm very proud of what she's done, what she's becoming. And she's been really cool with me. Um, Every time I bumped into her, we've been really cool. And um, I, 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 w- I had lunch, or yeah, lunch with a one of the English speaking people from Marvelous, and I name dropped her to him, mm-hmm. and I hope I played a little bit, a little part of getting her over there. But yeah, I, I named. She was like, she was one of the two people I name dropped when I was over. Her and Alexis yeah. Lee from Singapore. Um, those two I, I name dropped to a gentleman named Tommy at Marvelous, and. Uh, yeah, so hopefully I, I, play, hopefully also, I played a little part yeah. in, in Sandra getting over there because I, I, she's ready. I think I, so. I, I, I saw her wrestle in Vegas a few years ago, and I was like, ah, eh, she's all right. But she's another one that's gotten so much better, so much better. Oh, yeah, she's it, over time experience. She was really experienced back then, but she's gotten so much better, and she's really, really good now. And she, I think like how Masha Slamovich, before she went over to Marvelous, yeah, how she was good but not great. When she came back, she was great. I think the same thing is going to happen with Sandra Moon. She's really good right now. When she comes back, she's going to be just off the charts and – best work one of the best oh, workers yeah. you know in, in america oh yeah i think so too she is she i mean if she could beat maki ito and jungle kiona in a span <laughs> of a month yeah you know my, my friend said best she, she's a joshi killer or something i don't know what's going on she's <laughs> she beat maki ito and now she beat jungle kiona hell she's on a hell of a roll and i'm like you know what keep keep an eye on her because she's gonna yeah. be doing something big yeah, so my, my thing is I when I'm over there or when I talk to people, I try, I try to name drop people I think that are, can come over. And they're asking, they're actually, companies are actually asking me for names oh, that's cool. for suggestions of people, indie wrestlers that I think are ready to go yeah. and take the next step. So I'm, somehow they, they trust my judgment. So um, yeah, awesome. so that's why I'm, I'm, I'm working on getting Americans to go or foreigners to go to Japan and Japanese wrestlers to come to America. That's my new, my latest, uh, my latest goal. That's that, you know. I'm glad you're able to play a part of that somehow, some way. I'm pretty sure you are. So you know, that's you know, I love, I love it. I love your work. You know, you keep doing what you do. Yeah, it's just so, the, the next, the next yeah. step from the podcast to doing this now is the, just the, the evolution of what I'm trying to do. Yeah, that's a contribution to the wrestling business. You know, mm-hmm. that's what I love about that. And yep. ho- hopefully, I reach that level someday. You will. Oh yeah. Um, one final question. Okay. Um. I talked about I'm sorry. Oh, don't worry. My I, today is my dad's birthday, and we talked on the phone, and he was talking for about an hour and fifteen damn minutes. So <laughs> don't don't worry about that. You know what I mean? Don't worry. It's okay. You know, it's it's this is a much. I hate. So I'm like, sorry, Dad, but this is a much more interesting conversation. <laughs> well, happy uh, birthday to your but, father. Yeah. By the way, happy birthday, Dad. I appreciate you know, sixty nine years young. Nice. Yeah, so he's 69. He's probably going to love it when he's 70, but he's not going to like it as much as 69. Nice. <laughs> you get the pun right there. Nice. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, I'm just I'm just joking. I'm just joking. <laughs> but um anyway, um one final question. I will yep. be at I'm going to be at the uh TJPW show in LA 
And um, this is a Tokyo Joshi Pro Wrestling. This is going to be the first time going to be in America, and they're going to be in Los Angeles at the Globe Theater on March 31st, part of the WrestleCon activities in WrestleMania week. Um, for those that have bought tickets, um, tell them what do you think, um, what, what they're going to expect from a show from TJPW. From start to finish, entertainment. The Up Up Girls will come out. They'll entertain you. They they make eye contact. They they're not just like like looking over the crowd. They make eye contact. They wave at you. They're they're engaging you in like I said, customer service, right? right. They're engaging you. They're they're making you feel like you're part of the show. Um, they're going to be so hyped up to be in America too, you know. Um, and then the wrestling is good. You know, the wrestling is really good. A uh, little bum pom Harajuku's not coming over. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll just make that statement now, but, uh, but no, no, it's just such good wrestling. Rika Tatsumi, you know, it's, it's wonderful. She's coming to wrestle in America. She's so good, you yeah. know, and just the the whole, they, like, like actress girls, there's different flavors with, with TJPW. It's not a cookie cutter or anything like that, which I think is a little bit of a problem with stardom as a little yeah. cookie cutter, but TJPW doesn't have that. They, they've got, you know, they've got cats, they've got, you know, um, Casual beauties, <laughs> yeah. White, the white dragons, white they dragons, of, yeah. They got, they got little vivid honey, girls. Vi- vivid got, honey mustard. Yeah, they have. I, uh, I always call her a susume. I always call yeah. her uh, everyone's favorite honeybee because for yeah. some reason, vivid honey mustard sounds like something you dip in a chicken sandwich. Yeah, what, my you know what I mean? McNuggets, yeah. or McNuggets. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, but I'm like, no, yes. it's, it, but it's all it's good wrestling. Yeah, it's, it's, fun. it's it's fun. Monkey Ito is my. One of my favorite wrestlers in the world. I love her character. Oh, you know yeah, what I mean? She, she she is not afraid to be herself. And you know what? The the three times I bumped into her, it was all funny. We, you know, I actually made her laugh a little bit. You know, <laughs> because they were trying to. She she seemed confused at first because I, I was telling because my my um question to her because my nephew kind of recorded it a little bit late. Um, <laughs> he, he, I was supposed to ask her. So you're the cutest in the world. Who do you think is the second cutest? And then she goes, <laughs> you. And I'm like, well, there you go. <laughs> I'm the second cutest in the world. And she's like, what, what, what? What's? She's like, I, I, I'm not good at fan service. And I'm like, it's okay. It, it worked. You know and what I she, mean? She, she yeah. had the by far the most listened to episode of my podcast ever was Maki Ito. Is it safe to say that Maki is kind of like the Lucille Ball of Joshi wrestling? Because yes. you know, you know how you know how when Lucille Ball cries, you know she'd be like, <laughs> he does the same thing except when, when he, except then when she does that, she'll stomp on your toe and then she'll go like this to you. She'll, you know. <laughs> I gave uh, Thunder Rosa such crap when I saw Thunder Rosa like for making Maki cry. <laughs> uh, it's it's Thunder funny. She, good, she's good funny, too, but though. but not just Maki Ito. You know, because her outrageous Twitter, by the way. Yes. and and. and well, I'll talk to you about that, but after the podcast. But yeah, no, um, but she she did the the first she did her first English speaking podcast with me. She did it all yeah. in English. This is years ago before she got pretty decent at English. She was, oh, yeah. but she was such a champ and just somebody with the guts to do that and just the guts to go out there and do what she does. I just have such admiration for her as much yeah. as I, uh, for as a human being as much as I do as a performer. You know, yeah. it, that's like people like I don't know. I just appreciate the human beings and these people are like. Oscar Venny, you know, just to appreciate the human being that she Yeah, is. I love Venny. You know, in in just to, I, I got to meet Venny. Uh, kind of going off on a tangent here a little bit. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. I mean, you know, I, I just 
there's different genres, you know, and of course, you know, we, the more names we give, the more they're going to get, you know, attention yeah. for. So that's but why I, I like I got to I got to meet uh, Vinny at uh, one of the wrestling bars in Tokyo years ago. Oh, wow. And we had a conversation through Google Translate for like almost an hour. We like passed my phone back and forth. We were like Google Translated and stuff. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And, you know, and she was worried about people accepting her in America. And, oh. you know, just, you know, thinking she's treating her poorly and, and things like that. I was like, no, they're going to love you. I was like, you're so talented. And you're such a wonderful person. They're going to love you once you, you come you, here. You know what I want? I would like to ask her. I would like to tell her, you know what? Come, come here to L.A. They're going to love you here in the West Coast. They're gonna love her. She's going but, to GCW in, in, I believe, in in Jersey, I believe. Yeah, she's going to um, March fourth, March fifth, somewhere along there. Yeah, yeah, she's gonna be there. And um, she I was mean, another one I was trying to get over here to the states too. In but I'm glad she got the opportunity with GCW to go. Yeah, I don't know if she's gonna get involved with um all the other shows during the collective, but if she does, yeah. I, but I, I, I told knows? her that that day we we sat in that bar and we were passing the phone back and forth. I'm like. I'm gonna to try to help some way, somehow. I don't know how, but I'm gonna to try to get yeah. you to I'm gonna to try to get you to America. You know, right. I'm glad she finally got to go this year. She's gonna go this year with GCW. So yeah. makes me very happy because she's a special human being as well. And and again, it's the special human beings, you know, Palm right. Harajuku, special human being. I love her. I, I, yeah, she's it, the best meet and greeter that you <laughs> ever gonna meet at a at a wrestling show. She pa Palm Harajuku is like she's a fun personality. Yeah, she is like really, really like ah, hello, you know, like ah, she's. I don't, I don't hyper, think the Japanese. I think the, the Japanese wrestling companies think that we all want to see like the best wrestlers and on all the shows. Like I don't want to see the best wrestlers on all the show. I want to see the most entertaining people. You know, you yeah. have your good wrestlers, but there's also some entertaining people I want to see on the show too. It doesn't have to be the yeah. Bottom the, line is people want best to be wrestlers. entertained. Yeah, yeah, people want to be entertained. Yeah, and, and people would love Palm Harajuku over here. You know, just, yeah. So. Well. TJPW is going to put on an amazing show. The, the yeah. top of their card is elite. Yeah, you know, Miyu Yamashita is just Miyu elite, elite. Yuka Sakazaki is elite. Mizuki, yes. people love Mizuki. So they, they're going to put on an amazing show. And the Globe Theater is a wonderful place to see a show, too. Um, so you, I mean, it's where PWG runs. So yeah. it's uh, it's a cool venue. It, it's it's going to be different for, for TJPW. It's going to have a cool aesthetic to it because PWG puts a pretty cool... Uh, yeah. Lights display on in there. And stuff oh yeah, shows. So I'm really looking forward to seeing that as well. Oh, it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Um, Rika Tatsumi, Yuki Sakazaki, Mizuki, um, Shoko Nakajima, Big Kaiju. I love how she mixes the English with Spanish. Yes. you know what I mean. That's that's <laughs> great. Um, you know, also Susume, Miyu Watanabe. Yeah. You know, Rahu, I think Miyu Watanabe is one of those people that's the future of wrestling too. She wants. I to think so. No, she's already she's already achieving. Yeah, she's she's really already. good, but she's going to be one of those people. Five years from now, will be at the yeah, top, the top top. Yeah, she's a good kid. Susume is a good kid. Um, Erisa Endo also a good kid. You know, yeah, very good, I, lo yeah. I love her rainbow hair. That's yes. great. <laughs> um, anyway, so I guess that's it for the questions. Um, so we're going to play name association. I'll give you a name and I'll tell you, I'll tell you, um, what do you think about them? And you, you, you tell me what you think about them, you know? Okay. But it doesn't have to be a short answer. It could be a, it could be a short answer if you want, but it could also be like a mid range answer if you want to. Okay. I'll try to control uh, myself. No, no, don't worry. <laughs> okay. So the, obviously the first one I'm going to ask you, Bull Nakano. My dream girl. My dream girl, my dream girl, my dream girl. I've got a poster of her on my wall in my office too. Awesome. Um, you know, she's she's back there. That's the her. Wall. I see her. 
Yeah, I see her right there. Yeah, that's so awesome. I've got Tony Gwynn, I've got Bull Nakano, and I got my dog Lucky on my wall. That's what I have Sweet. In my office. But uh, she's my dream girl. Um, yeah. She okay. So when I started the podcast, I, I I wrote on a board of all these people I wanted to talk to. Yeah. And Bull Nakano was on there, and I thought, no freaking way, I'll ever get to talk to Bull Nakano. <laughs> no way I'll get to interview Bull Nakano. But somehow, some way, through Fumi Saito, um from in japan he's a amazing journalist nicer guy um he helped me set up an interview with bull Makano. so uh, i got to interview her in a i i asked fumi like hey fumi where can i where should i interview her at i'm not sure what to do he's like go rent a karaoke room for a couple hours so we rented a karaoke room for a couple hours the acoustics were nice you know but she couldn't have been any sweeter and you know and and she plays along with my i tell her to her face she's my dream girl so That's awesome. she, Renting, she renting, renting a karaoke, karaoke place. That'd be so cool. I'm good at karaoke, by the way. I'm terrible at karaoke. Um, oh, but it's okay. <laughs> we, we try. But, but again, Bull, Bull is sweetheart. And, you know, I yeah. got to see her this past time at a show too when I went. And uh, she always has time for me and always gives me a hug. And she's just yeah. a sweetheart. And, you know, she she plays along with my whole she's my dream girl thing. So she, she That's she's nice. Cool. Yeah, she's cool. That's awesome. She's really cool. Yeah. I can tell, you know, she's just a unbelievable uh, she's marked a legacy for herself. Should so. be in the WWE Hall of Fame. I want her to be in the WWE Hall of Fame. She should be in the Pro, Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame too. Yeah. You know, in any, any Hall of Fame there is, so she should be. Yeah. She's yeah. She she's has awesome. to be there. Yeah. Uh, and also, speaking of Hall of Fame, Chigusa Nagai. Oh, just you know the the most popular there ever was. She's more popular. Again, people just don't get it, you know, because people like oh, Hulk Hogan was popular here. Stone Cold was popular here. Yeah whole different ball game of her popularity in japan yeah. and you know it just you know she could sing like legit like mainstream singing It'd be like the like stone cold having a, a, a album on the pop charts you know <laughs> would never happen but over there she had that she had you know just she had women that's when like wrestling was super popular when they had like women fans most when you go to shows now it's a lot of dudes and a lot of some creepy dudes but back in the day when she was, was there it was uh people might think i'm like creepy by looking at me but i'm not uh, <laughs> no i mean no that chagusa they she had young women that's when like you, you see like you go to a marvelous show now you see these older women um probably my age you know women in there they're there still with their chagusa shirts on because they've been they've been fans of her since they were kids and you know yeah. and, and just it's she just had a whole different uh type of popularity that's you know that's unmatched by any yeah. wrestler here in the states oh absolutely um lioness oscar another legend just another uh, another just amazing wrestler that you know would just run through pretty much anybody who wrestles right now you know i've asked some of the the veteran wrestlers right now who could wh- which of the current wrestlers could hang with the, the women back then they're like none mm-hmm. none and lioness oscar uh-huh. would just thrash anybody that wrestles now <laughs> eat him alive oh uh, yeah that's that's her reputation right there just yeah. legend. <laughs> um kyoko Inoue. Uh Kyoko Inoue. Uh and again, another leg. She's still going. She's still wrestling. Um again, just another person that just like has a, a legacy of, of people that just, you know, continue to follow her, continue to go wherever she's at, whatever show she's on. People go see her and she just has the 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 kindest demeanor when you meet her and just you know a smile for the fans. Um, just a legend. Go back and watch her matches too when, when she was younger and you know incredible incredible matches and for the casuals out there check out the survivor series 1995 
there you go. Yeah. Um, and this one, I know you're anticipating this one, but I'm going to ask it. I'm going to ask it with a little bit of a bonus question. Okay. Act Yasakawa. Uh, special place in my heart for Act. Um, she was another one that I never thought I'd get on the podcast because of what she went through and all the things that she went through with, with uh, her injuries and stuff. The but, um, incident, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm but, glad that they made up. By the way, I'm actually glad that that happened. You know, mm, they made up somewhat mm, in a certain extent. Mm, I mean, that's what mm, I heard. Um, but uh, but again, Act was somebody I never thought I'd talk to. I mm. thought she was kind of just off limits. You know, you know, she wouldn't want to. She wouldn't want to talk to a U.S. audience or want to talk to anybody about wrestling. Yeah, but she 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 was on the podcast and. um she answered every question I asked and I asked with respect, you know, all everything that happened with her. And she openly answered everything that happened with her yeah. with the incident and stuff. And, um, but, uh, uh, since that day act has just had a special place in my heart and I know how, um, much she loves wrestling and how important it was for her to come back to wrestling last year. And I, and bringing her over to the States for mania week. She's going to be on a couple of shows for, for during mania week. Yeah. Uh, she's going to be at yeah. WrestleCon yeah, signing autographs, but you know, it's just it, it, having gone over there and met her after interviewing her on the podcast, just, you know, it's special people you want to do special things for. Yeah. And she's one of those special people and she's overcome, you know, uh, physical issues and, and other issues and stuff as well. Yeah. And he, I don't know. I got a soft place in my heart to reward people like that. And I know how important it is. I know how much she loves America. I'm talking to Chris Wolf, <laughs> um, about act and Chris Wolf just says how much, you know, act loves like American culture and things like yeah. that. So, uh, I'm going to show her around Los Angeles for a week and, you know, get, let her feel the love of an American audience, which I think probably should have come sooner, but because of the situation that happened, it didn't happen. Right. She's got the charisma and the ability to, you know, to, to be a, somebody who could have wrestled internationally, but um, let, let her feel the love from an audience, let her feel the love from a U.S. audience and, you know, make her feel special. You know, she's not a spring chicken anymore, especially in wrestling standards. Right. So just, uh, I, I want her to come over here and, and feel special because like, she's, she is special. And I, I want her yeah. to, to feel that way. Everybody needs to feel special that every once in a while, you know? Oh yeah. Former two-time wonder of stardom champion, you know, and yeah. uh, you know, she's definitely um, someone I'm looking forward to actually meeting. And yes, just FYI, I did get a ticket to the meet and greet. On the very <laughs> Thank last you. Session. So no, yeah, of course, you know, like I said, I've always wanted to meet um, legendary Joshi's too, you know, not just uh you know, you got Aja Khan coming into town as well, but you also got everybody else coming in. I've never met Aja Khan. I'm, I'm looking forward to meeting her. She's somebody, I'd, like, another interesting story. I, I would love to 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 go in with her, just her being uh, biracial and stuff and just the whole thing. Like yeah, that, yeah. You know, just the human the human aspect of that, you know. Yeah. Um, but again, yeah, Act is coming. Aja's coming. So uh, maybe I can talk Aja into being a podcast guest while she's here. Yeah, you know that'd be great. You know, um, I would, I'd like I, to... I'll ask anybody anytime. I'm, I'm, I have no shame in asking people. To do podcast. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, yeah, you. I mean, I would ask them personally because I think they would be up for it. It's just that you know, my my time's always tied, so I sometimes forget to send a DM or an email, yeah. and like you know, I'll be working with other crap with other crap that's going on, and whether it's like doing errands or if not at work, kicking bums out of the store or whatever. 
And I'll always be like, geez. And it's funny. I mean, Joshi wrestlers talk to each other. Yeah. And they they know, you know, they know me now. They know who I am. That's good. They, That's, you know, hopefully and, they start knowing me too. So that way I can you know, just tell them, hey. <laughs> You know, it was a different Eric. There was a different Eric. It's a different Eric, yeah. But no, there was a different Eric who went over to Japan recently. And Yuka Yuka Sakazaki asked him, Are you the Joshi Pot Eric? (laughs) Oh, because of me. No. (laughs) Or maybe I'm not sure, but I guess I get, yeah, because I I know Maki Ito once once again. Um, When I was in Portland, she did, I I told her that I'm friends with you. Joshi, yeah. I told her if you remember Joshi, she's like, oh yes, yes, yes. She's like, yeah. <laughs> I like, yeah. She's and then she gave me an eight by ten, you know, for you, so I could give it to you. <laughs> I still have it around here somewhere. Uh, I, yeah, I Maki, Maki's cool. I got to, I got to see her again when I was over in Japan at KFC, or not KFC, but uh, uh, what's call it? What's one in Osaka? The um. Shinjuku face or what's it no, called? No, the one with the, the stained glass window. I'm, I'm old and forget. KFC. KFC Hall. Hall. Yeah. yeah. KFC Hall. And I got to see her and she she knows me she, when she sees me. So she's always happy. That's to good. See me, so. That's, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. But they talk to each other and I've got, I've gotten some credibility. That's probably why more people say yes than, than a lot of other podcasts. It's just because I've got some built up credibility with some different people. And, That's good. Uh, Bull Nakano, when I say I've interviewed Bull Nakano, like, holy crap, you know, <laughs> you know, it, it kind of gives me credibility almost to, to, to talk oh, to yeah. him. Like, oh, shit. If he talked to Bull Nakano, I should talk to him too. <laughs> You know, so yeah, no, that's, no, that's one no, thing I'm lucky I've gotten to the credibility from other wrestlers. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Them. Absolutely. And then, of course, the cool thing too, because um, Kid Bandit and her are actually friends, and, and Kid Bandit actually, follows me on Instagram. So and and on Twitter. So I'm um, actually uh cuz I'm going to see him this Saturday and uh I'm going to see him at Epic Pro in Cudahy and uh Is that know, how you say that? It's not Cudahy. <laughs> that yeah, no, some pe- people have told me it's pronounced Cudahy. Okay. So <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's it's a different name. It's an odd name, but What day is that? What day is that? Uh Saturday, the 25th. Okay. Cuz yeah, I have, so- I've befriended kid recently, so I'd like to go meet kid. Yeah, no, absolutely fantastic person. That's another person I name dropped recently to Japan. So yeah, yeah, I I think you know, I would love for them to go to Japan. To be honest yeah. with you, I I told them personally, you know, because it and it was funny because last time I bumped into Kid, um, and I was taking a picture with him, and when we were taking a picture, we were like head banging to some rock music that was playing in the background. <laughs> no, no, that, I'm like that goes to show you that's how much we're actually getting along now. So yeah. So now, kid, kid and I, kid, kid and I, uh, recently befriended each other on on Twitter, and we've been messaging a lot lately, and yeah. uh, helping with uh, getting act booked on some shows for Mania Week. So yeah, I need to go. I need to go meet Kid because I've met Kid before, but Kid didn't know who I was. But now that uh-huh. we kind of be, created some sort of friendship and uh, business friendship on Twitter, I, I'd like to go meet yeah. uh, meet Kid. Well, I did mention to Kid that I wanted to be a promoter and that someday I'm going to be one. And he and they actually liked my comment. So, yeah, that's that's a good thing there. So my dreaming big is next year to have a show at Mania Week in Philadelphia. That's my goal is to bring six to eight Joshi wrestlers to America next year. Let me know if you need help, man. I'll, I'll probably I'll help you out. Help you get a sponsor or something. Yeah. Oh, uh, because I'm, I'm thinking about Kickstarter. I've never done a Kickstarter. I never thought about doing. I hate asking people for money. But I don't yeah. know. We'll, I'm thinking about a Kickstarter for my show next year, but we'll see. Yeah, um, that's how I guess that's how not to, not to downgrade DPW, 
but it's found that was a promotion that's founded by Joshi. I mean, the podcasters. Mm-hmm. Podcasters have founded that promotion, and some of that's been actually crowdfunded. And um, I'm actually thinking about doing something similar, but right. I want to get more credibility first. So I don't want to. Yeah, I can. I, I know. I know. I know probably three dozen Joshi wrestlers. I, I'm I friend, I'm friendly with it. Want to come over next year and probably be disappointed if I didn't ask him. But yeah, uh, yeah I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to bring about eight of them over next year and do. Oh, a, okay. Yeah. A show in Philadelphia. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, this year act the act was my 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 guinea pig this year because she's my first try to bring anybody over to do anything with. But uh, yeah, I'm trying to get more involved next year and kind of initially it was me like having the Joshi's tell the stories on the podcast. Now it's me bringing the Joshi's over to America so people can see them live. Right. No, for sure, for sure. (laughs) I just gonna I can't wait to I can't wait to Rockmania week. I'm so I'm just excited talking about it right now. To be honest with you. Um, too, yeah, oh, I've, got, I've done a lot of planning with ACT and stuff, so mm-hmm. I, I, I'm almost done planning, so oh, nice. I, can, I can enjoy it pretty soon. <laughs> All right. No, I'm so looking forward to it. Um, okay, so let me get let me give some names. Yep. Uh, Tam Nakano. I like Tam. I, I don't understand the, the people online that don't. I don't know. She's... I don't know what that to say about Tam. I like her. I like I like she's one of the uh, one of my favorite wrestlers in stardom because she's not like a lot of the other ones in stardom. She's kind of old school stardom, not the new school, yeah. you know, cookie cutter people, I guess, a little bit in stardom. She's old school. So she's from the stardom that I liked. I liked the the Kyrie, the um Yoko Bito, um Yoshirai. Yoshirai. Yeah, I, I like that stardom and she was part of that stardom that I liked. So yeah. She's uh, one of the old school, so uh, and I, lo- I love her weird social media stuff she does, especially during the, the pandemic when she's doing those weird videos in her really really white bedroom. But, and and then uh, her cooking videos too. Love that, love that. <laughs> but, yeah, no, and she was super sweet when I met her uh, here yeah. in, in California when you couldn't get to go to, but I did, and I took a picture with her and my Utani. Be jealous. Yeah. Be jealous. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, it's not because she she could put on. Because it, yeah, it, it you're you're looking at her character and yeah, there's like, yeah, that's really really weird videos that she puts on when she's in her bedroom, mm-hmm. and then other videos she posts she's cooking, yeah. But then when you watch her, you watch her matches. Holy hell, you know what yeah. I mean? She yeah. really steps up her game. And, and, and stardom, like for many other people, was like my entryway into Joshi, back into yeah. Joshi. And she was one of the people I like enjoyed watching when you know with this with the stardom that I, I came back to. Right. Yeah. So yeah. that's that's what I like about Tam or Tamu yeah. as I call her. Um <laughs> Starlight Kid. Sweetheart. I, I got to meet her a couple of times in Japan and just like brief conversations, but a sweetheart. She's super talented. I don't know if she'll ever be the biggest, the top champion over there or not, but um Rossi obviously loves her and she's really talented yeah. in the ring. Um, she's got a little something about her. I love her style. I love her smile. I, I just, I love everything about her, but, uh, yeah, she's again, a, a little old school stardom, you know, she's yeah. part of the old school stardom cause she was a young one, you know, coming up. So, um, she was, she's not one of the outsiders. She's one of the originals, you know, so, yeah. uh, always fun to watch starlight. She's, she's awesome. Yeah, she is. I, I love her. Matches. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm not sure if I want her to lose her mask or not. I'm kind of torn both ways. So I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Maya Iwatani. 
the goat. I don't think people are going to appreciate her enough until she's done wrestling. I, I think, in my opinion, she's probably the best professional athlete that they got. Yeah, she's she's the she's she's their best best performer. She's their best overall performer in that company. Yeah, you know, she's entertaining. She's goofy. She's an amazing wrestler. Um, she comes to America and gets over right away with Ring of Honor and wherever else she goes. Yeah. He's got that little uh, funky charisma about her. Yeah, but, uh, don't, don't don't let the clumsiness fool you. She's actually no. really good. Yeah, she you know she's amazing, like rubber neck and all everything and all that stuff. But <laughs> but it's funny but, though, you know, like I said, and you know, I like I said, it's just that she she could put on great matches and step yeah. her game up when she can. She's a she's a Hall of Famer. She's going to be in that. Yeah. I, I think she's in the echelon of. The all-time greats, you know, of 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 Joshi wrestling. She's I think she's so long enough, and she's she was the 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 pillar. I that term is used a lot in wrestling, but she's been the mm. one that's held up stardom, you know, through people coming and going. She's been the mainstay, and she's the uh, she's the she's their ace. No matter who yeah. the top champion is, she's she's their ace. Absolutely. Um, Sumi Sakai. Sumi Sakai. I got her phone number in my phone. <laughs> um, we we always because I met her at PCW. Yeah. We always talk about doing the podcast, and it just hasn't happened. And again, super nice, nice woman, and just people that pull up their life and and go, you know, and and move around the you know, move away, and you know, and go on in that kind of adventure. I I admire, I admire those people that that decide to go to live in Japan. You know, the people that want to go teach English in in Japan or whatever. Um, she did the opposite. She came over here and not speaking, you know, a, a ton of English and, yeah. and just came over to America and said, let's, let's do this. Let's do that. And I just, I just admire people that have that, that have that courage to do that. And um, if you're that kind of person, you know, I, I'm going to uh, look up to you and, and think you're a special person. And she's also wonderful in the ring. Um, again, very, very nice woman. And, and, and she's going to retire probably pretty soon, but um Yes, people should appreciate her while we still have her in wrestling. Yeah, I think she probably got like a couple of months to go before her her final match, probably. Yeah. But whenever that that happens, you know, I'll be watching for sure. Yep, me too. And then, you know, I'll tell her, hey, you know, whatever you do next, I know she'd be helping out with the Gracie Dojo over there in Florida. You know, just be happy. That's all I got. Yeah. As I've gotten older, all I care about people is like, well, they shouldn't retire. They shouldn't do this. Like just. Be happy. Yeah. Enjoy. All I want you to do is be happy. Enjoy whatever you do next. You know, that's yeah. what I always say. You know, if it's wrestling, you're happy. Be do wrestling. Yeah. If it's not wrestling, then don't do wrestling. Just be happy and I'll be yeah. happy for you. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, Mio Yamashita. I think she's amazing. Yeah. I think she's amazing. I'm so excited that she's going to stay behind when TJPW goes back to Japan. She's going to stay behind for a few months and, yeah. and work um, work shows here in the States. Yeah. Um, I'm trying, I'm trying to help her get books and places too. Yeah. I, I sound like I'm some crazy insider. I'm not, I'm not some crazy insider, but I'm really, I've, I've established relationships with some people and you know I'm, I'm trying to get them booked again it's it's them wanting to to fulfill their their dreams and cross things off their bucket lists yeah and i'm going to try to help her do a couple of things while she's here in in the states but again yeah. amazing amazing performer charisma up the wazoo 
You know, That's she's awesome. she's different. You know, when you see when she steps in the ring, she's different than Maki. She's different than Mayu Itani. She's different than everybody else. She's got you know she she's got that um, ass kicker about her and that uh, that ability of her is really fascinating. And you know, yeah. she could deliver some of the hardest kicks that I have seen. It's yeah. almost it's a very very reminiscent of uh, of Malachi Black in a way. And mm-hmm. you know, if you think about, I know that's it's not fair to make comparisons, but at the same time, if you think about it. Similar like, style, yeah. It's a very similar style where you know, just hard hit straight to the straight to the skull. Yeah. And then and you she's know, just and again, she's a sweetheart. She's a yeah. very nice person, which I which I love. I mean, I I I won't root for people that are bad people that if I met right. and they treated me poorly or I I've heard them treating other people poorly, I won't yeah. cheer for you. You know, right. I, no, you my, know. my my I I don't blame you because like my list of that is very small, thankfully. Yeah, but yeah. but if no, as a matter of fact, is if they if they do anything stupid, you know me on my podcast, I will I will yeah. say something about it. But but you know I will say thing, this about Mia Yamashita: the the last four times that I've seen her, twice in Portland, Oregon, uh, the, the other two times, last two times in Pomona, you know the last time she actually recognized me, she was like because she was telling oh, hello and she mm-hmm. I said I'm like oh hey and she's like oh hey you know she was like yeah. that. No, uh, oh, she's really, really a nice That's person. Cool. I even nice bought song. an extra shirt off her just to support her. And it's funny because I'm gonna keep one for the house, take one on the road. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So I figured, well, why not? Let me support her. You know, let me support. Yeah, the I, I wore your T-shirt when I was in Tokyo last time, by the way. Oh, nice, nice. So they probably, <laughs> I think that's probably why they were like, "Are you the uh, Joshi Pot, Eric, or the other Eric?" <laughs> that's probably why, right there. Yeah, I wore, I wore it out a couple of days when I was in uh, Japan. Okay, last time. that I can see why. <laughs> there might be a bit of confusion there. Like I said, two Eric's don't make it right. <laughs> I, I had to represent when I was over there. No, that, I appreciate that, man. That was great. Uh, See, and like I said, I've sponsored Ichigaya Chocolate Square before. I've sponsored yeah. Choco Pro. I'm going to sponsor them again as soon as they start reaching episode 300. So if, they, if they're wondering where I've gone, I'm like, don't worry. I'm, I haven't gone anywhere. I'm going to be back. And yeah. um, I'll, I'll, I'll be back in the Choco Bar. So <laughs> that <laughs> maybe way. I'll that, jump, maybe I'll jump in and help as well. Yeah. Me. You know, I don't see why not. Episode yep. 300. That's a hell of an accomplishment they got. Heck yeah. Um, so anyway, um, Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa, she's from my neck of the woods, you know, from San Diego, Tijuana, you know, that, that yeah. area. So special place in my heart for Thunder Rosa. Um, another uh, person that I, I've met a few times at shows down here and uh, she's always been super cool. Super cool to my niece too. Um, my niece is my like wrestling buddy. She, uh, she's got special needs and uh, yeah. she's like my, I mean, I mean, uncle is what we call each other when we go in places to wrestling shows. I'm taking her to She's been to Reseda a few times and saw some PWG, oh. amazing PWG shows, but, but no, Thunder Rosa treated her really well. And I don't know Thunder Rosa has got some, I don't, I don't know what to believe about what happened in AEW, but whatever, but well, uh, who, who knows what's true, what's not true. And, you know, I'm not back there, so I'm not going to judge, but yeah, I'll, judge, I'll judge by the way she treats me. And she was kind enough to do my podcast and, you know, she's uh, super cool. And she's, she's, she was another one that I thought wasn't very good for a long time. You know, she had a cool character, but she wasn't very good. And then she got, she's right. really good now. She's got really, yeah. really good. Oh yeah. yeah. She's fascinating. Yeah. She, and... she, she can hang in Japan, but yeah. you know, she's some people you, you worry about hanging, but she can hang, she can hang right. over there. She's really good. And um, yeah, just, I'm, I'm a fan of hers. Yeah. I'm, I love I'm, the Dia de Dos Muertos as well. That she, she, yeah, we need more representation of that, of that in, in, uh, in, 
pro wrestling culture, like in culture, culture in, in general. In, in, yeah, in general. Yeah, I'm, so I'm, I'm glad they're. Does that. Yeah, I'm glad they're actually having representation in our all around society now these days. Yeah, and that's a good thing, you know. And yeah, um, I, as far as Thunder Rosa is concerned, you know, I've met her three times last year. Met her in Dallas, uh, and then of course the other two times. Well, actually, met her twice in in L.A. The first time I bumped into her was at GCW when they were here in L.A. When she was going up against Tony Deppin, and then of course the second time was in Dallas when she did the Mission Pro Wrestling show, Bangers Only, which was part of the collective last year. I was at that show too. Yeah, I I, I bumped into you. I remember that. Mm-hmm. I was I'm like, hey, you know, I was like, hey, you're here. <laughs> That's so cool. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah. I'm well, glad they you- did their first Mission Pro shows down here in San Diego before they moved to Texas. Yeah, and she put on a few shows. She tried to do like the authentic Joshi. Uh, show yeah and get, like, some singing and stuff and, and stuff before the show so she's she's really trying to bring the authentic joshi experience to to states and it was pretty cool that she put on a few shows down here that's awesome i mean like i said i i've of all the three times that i've met her she's been fantastic you know what i mean and mm-hmm. the, the other time was at circle six she wasn't even wrestling it just i just happened to bump into her with her her son anakin mm-hmm. and they were right there at the bar so <laughs> this was after the circle six show. So I didn't, cause there was early that day, there was a Republic of Lucha show that was happening earlier that day. Mm-hmm. I guess they figured they're going to come right after that show and they're going to come over here. So that's what they did. Yeah. So, but no, no, all the three times I bumped into them, I bumped into her, you know, it, she's been amazing. And, yep. you know, I've been, always been supportive of her. Thanked her every time. Yeah, I more more Latino representation in, yeah. in, in wrestling and just in culture general. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I really appreciate what she's done. I mean, uh, whatever you may feel about it, it's still, you know, all the times that she's been around, you know, I've always, it's always been amazing. Yep. Um, Sessions Moth Martina. <laughs> I love her. I tried, <laughs> I tried so hard to get her on the podcast. I like would just tag her incessantly on Twitter. I you remember know, beg- that. Begging her to be on the podcast, just begging and begging uh- and begging and begging. I remember that and I helped you out with that because I was yeah. like, you know, I gotta, I gotta get, you know, let's, let's help him get her on the podcast. You know, let me, but you know, what a just character. So I, just so is. I'd shut up and get her on the podcast. Just yeah. tweeting. And then, and then I guess she finally looked and then she was like, Oh, I guess you guys want me on the podcast. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. Then I'll do it. Nah, yeah. She was cool. But um, yeah, no, she was, she, again, she had another very nice human being, you know, it's, yeah. It's 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 good when because when she was on the podcast, she was pretty serious. She wasn't, you know, being session moth. She was being Martina. Yeah. So um, it was cool to chat with her. And it's very thankful for her to do that. Yeah. Anybody who does my podcast, I, I you know, a special place in my heart for you. But uh, yeah, 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 she was she was somebody just I wanted to talk to for the longest time. And yeah, I did the yeah. whole Internet campaign and it paid off to, <laughs> to chat with Martina. Yeah, that's great. That, I'm glad it worked. I'm glad it worked out. Me too. Um. Emmy Sakura. Genius. Genius, genius, genius. I mean, look at, you know, Gato move. Just take a step back as a wrestling fan and look at Gato move. And you're like, that should not work ever anyway, anyhow, you know, and she made it work and she made it work in training amazing wrestlers, you know, in a little place like that. She has, you know, May and Unimon and Mitsuru Kono yeah. and, you know, Lulu and, you know, Che and, and, and the rest, you know, and it just, they all, you know, became above average wrestlers, you know, training in that little tiny room, you know, got to move was, you know, I got to go um, to a show there again, that's the whole impetus of the podcast, but um, 
they had little tiny chairs. You sit around, you know, a little cramped room. <laughs> and you you yeah. watch a show there. So when I was there, uh, right before the, the pandemic is when I got to interview all the wrestlers from uh, Choco Pro Agato move at yeah. the time. And um, just out of, out of necessity for the team there to come up with Choco Pro and doing what they decided to do, theatric, you know, yeah. whatever you want to call it, you know, just performance art when, when wrestling, you know, that, you know, just her genius and her team's genius there of, you know, going live and doing the style of wrestling they did live, you know, the, the type of camera work, you know, it's very, yeah. you, know, real, you know, type camera work and stuff, but just genius, just her and her team are genius. Um, they believe in her. They love her. Um, it's a, it's a very happy. She got to go to ADW and get to see her more and more lately, which is awesome. But uh, her, her, her genius is uh, I hope appreciated by, by people and her kindness was, was, you know, I told her she was, you know, that she was the reason why I started the podcast. Yeah. And uh, I'm very thankful for her to, to, you know, inspire me to do that. Cause it's, it's changed my life yeah. doing the podcast and it's because of her. Absolutely. But uh, yeah, like you said, you know, what a legend Emmy Sakura is. You know, and genius, genius. She, she's absolute genius, and yeah, and you know, seeing all all these matches that she's been a part of, and and even especially this weekend too. You know, this is a rematch from twenty five years ago with Sumi Sakai going up against uh, Emmy Sakura for the TPW Women's Title. Um, I did see that archive match where Sumi actually posted it, and oh my god, they were slapping the hell out of each other. They were slapping the taste <laughs> out of their mouth, and oh yeah, that you see, it was. They just come from a different generation, and it's like a, a hard hitting generation of of Joshi wrestlers out there. And I wish know, somebody would. I wish somebody would like. Cause you know, like how they have coaching trees in sports and American yeah. sports. Like, oh, this guy coached under Bill Walsh, and then this guy, you know, blah blah blah, and Andy Reid, and this guy coached under Andy Reid. It'd be kind of cool to see like the people that Emmy trained and who they trained and who they trained and who they trained and stuff. You know. Because there's right. got to there's got there's a coaching tree there's a there's a legacy that Emmy's going to have for uh, wrestling for a long long time because she's one of the best trainers out there. Right, um, and I mean, look at I mean, yeah, it's not just Riho, who by the way is fantastic. By the mm -hmm. way, you know what I mean. I know. Look I know at the old ice ribbon. Yeah, the old yeah, ice ribbon. She's ice she ribbon. That so you know yeah, I just I mean? I mean, it would be kind of cool just to to go through that and see like the coaching tree who she yeah, coached. Hikaru Shida, you know, yeah. just uh. Yeah. Uh, the longest reigning AEW women's champ, you know, that's still currently to this day. She still has that record. And then, of course, you know, you got Mesa Ruga, you got Yuna Manase. By the way, wish her well. Yeah, get, back, get well. Get well, Yuna Manase. I, I, I would love to have her on the podcast, you know, one of these days. Just, I've tried. She's never pulled. She's never said yes, so. That's okay. Um, I'm trying. <laughs> that's okay, but you know, you know, maybe one of these days, and yeah, one, yeah, of, us will, one of us will get her. Yeah, that'd be cool if if actually someone, one of us actually could book her yeah. for a match. You know, when she recovers. So yes, yep. Um, yep. And the Gone Pro, the Gone Pro, they're gonna have next Gone, year. Gone Pro, you know, Joshi. Gone Pro Joshi shows. Yeah. They're gonna have like a. It's basically gonna be independent Joshi wrestlers coming in, and they're gonna have all around from all around Japan. So that's going to be awesome to watch. And I've talked to other Joshi wrestlers about that and they love her. They love the whole gun pro thing. So 
Um, she's she's a, a loved one amongst the Joshi wrestlers as well. So. Yeah, she she says, uh, says a lot. With um, yeah, with um, Harukase, with you Yuri, with um, Moika Haruka, who's also a uh, meteorologist over there, which is an <laughs> awesome, and a radio DJ too. To top it all off, that's awesome. What a combination of of personalities right there. Moika Ri, yeah, she was on the podcast as well. I, I like I liked her. She's, <laughs> yeah, she. I got to. I got to finally meet her and talk to her this past time when I was over there. You know, we talked about being on the podcast and stuff. She's like, "Oh yes, you know, it's kind of cool to." <laughs> That'd be awesome. Um, I would, half I the people, half the people I interview, I've never met before, so it, it's kind of cool yeah. to like meet them after the fact, after they've been on the podcast, and just you know, it's it's kind of neat. Oh, absolutely! I would love to. I, one of these days, I'll interview some of them. You know, you will, you will. Oh yeah. Uh, don't don't forget the Joshi Pod send you. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, Give it a couple more names. Um, okay. Best bros. So Aki is my dude. Aki yeah. is probably the guy that got me into Emmy's good graces to talk to people, to interview. Mm, yeah. And he, he was the guy um, to, to give me, cause I interviewed him on the podcast <clears throat> pretty early in the podcast. And, you know, we just kind of hit it off. Super nice, very nice man. Yeah. Um, and he, he was the one that probably gave the word to Emmy that I was, you know, I'm, I can be trusted or whatever you want to call it. And, yeah. Uh, so he, he is an unsung hero, like like Yappy at Ice Ribbon, you know, just like unsung heroes of my podcast, B-Boy, unsung heroes of my podcast <laughs> was, you know, people that, you know, you know, in, in uh, Fumi Saito, people like that, that just, you know, you know, gave me the 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 iggy whatever you want to call it to for of credibility to yeah. um to give to open the door for me a little bit when the door has been closed for for pretty much everybody before and um so yeah he's he's uh always love aki will always love aki i always to joke he has the best hair in joshi wrestling i always <laughs> joke about that <laughs> I don't know if you like that or not, but I always, always make that joke. He's I, I, I think he probably because you have that sense of humor. <laughs> yeah. And then when I interviewed him last year, you know, he 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 has a very good mindset when it comes to wrestling, and yes, uh, and and is so much to a point that I think that's probably the reason why him and Chris Brooks clash. So. I, I, for when I saw them clashing on Twitter, like, because you know I've seen the Twitter on. Sometimes there have been point where, where Chris Brooks is actually flipping him off, and then <laughs> and then Aki's like, you know what? Because uh, he's trying he's trying to be a nice guy too, and then he's like, yeah. you know what? All right, forget about it. Fuck you too, Chris. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, yeah, but I think the 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 COVID era, whatever you want to call it, you know, there was like some some um, people that you know, that were very special to us English-speaking audiences. You yeah. Know? Him being one, Yappy being another, you know, that just, you know, kind of opened the door for all of us through social media and, you know, online yeah. and stuff. And, you know, that, that made it special for us. And just, you know, those people, I think, are need to be appreciated more among the English-speaking audience, you know, those, those kind of people. And, you know, Fumi Saito as well. Right. And uh, there's some other people that I'm, I've gotten to meet recently that are going to, be the next generation of those people that are helping get the uh the english helping out us lamos that can't speak japanese because we shouldn't <laughs> be speaking japanese we shouldn't expect them to speak english right right i mean but um but, but they're helping us they're they're very much helping yeah. us and, and yappies and, and akis are the the uh are my they, heroes so yeah they've been helping a lot 
you yeah. know, that's, that's, that's a good thing though. You know, yeah. I'm happy for them. I want to say hello to everybody out there in Ichigaya Chocolate Square and everybody in the ice <laughs> ribbon world, you know, yes. no, let's, let's, let's spread the word about them. You know what I mean? Yeah. We gotta, we gotta get, get the awareness out. Yappy's a champ, man. I love Yappy too. <laughs> Yappy's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've had a few, um, Twitter I posted a few things, you know, for Yappy, and she's responded back, and I responded back. So, like, you know, we've we're actually cool, but we're, we'll be getting there. We'll be getting there down the road. Where <laughs> point where uh, she would welcome me to the ice ribbon world, and you know, she'll introduce me to everybody there. You know, well, one thing I love about Yappy, she's honest, and like when yeah. I like the first couple of people on the podcast, and she's like, <laughs> "You want some you want some feedback?" I actually asked her for feedback. Yeah, and she was pretty harsh on some of the feedback <laughs> she gave me, which was all warranted. But it was but, cr- yeah. constructive criticism. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's like I was doing stuff. I wasn't realized what I was doing. Yeah. And, you know, I, I wasn't, I'm not super experienced, you know, working right. with interpreters and stuff and doing like live interviews and stuff, but she let me have it a couple of times and it, it helped my podcast get better. So in, in many, no, ways, yeah. in many, many, many ways, Yappy's helped my podcast. No, she, she's actually very good at the yeah. communication part of the interviews. Yeah. So I want the no, world no. for her. Yeah, I want the world yeah. for her. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Right. Glad she's wrestling but, again, by the way. Yeah. But I, best, I bros, know, best bros are awesome. Best bros are great. I um, want to say hello to them, too. Um, we already mentioned Maki Ito and Venny. Yep. Um, we already mentioned them, so we'll get some, cross that, that off the list. Uh, I think we mentioned Mia Watanabe, too. Yes. Um, I, yeah, she's. So just, we already. I'm going to talk to Heidi Howitzer pretty soon. Oh, um, nice. On the podcast. I'm going to interview her for the podcast, and I'm going to ask her what's it like to be swung by me <laughs> i know right <laughs> i saw that i've never like, asked anybody what it's like to be swung so i'm gonna ask her what it's like that, to that's swing. that's gonna be an interesting <laughs> conversation starter right there so there yeah. you go <laughs> heidi's, a, heidi's a character so she'll i'm sure yeah. she'll have fun with it yeah so uh we mentioned uh the, the gcw champ the gcw ultra final champ rena yamashita <laughs> I, I i love her so much she she's uh She's what okay. I don't I don't say I have Joshi crushes too much, but she's she's my Joshi crush. I have a crush on Rini Yamashita. I'm, I'm uh okay saying it out loud. All right. Um, but uh no, she's cool. She's she's she loves being here. When I saw her over in Vegas, uh was it last year uh, for GCW, she she's just so happy being over here and just you know I, I love seeing people be happy. I love seeing people that's kind of why I want to bring other people over here, is just seeing the happiness when she comes out through yeah. the through the the curtain when she comes out here it's totally different than when she comes out of the curtain in japan yeah you just see how hype she is and how excited she is and just i don't know yeah yeah again i hate hate death matches but love rini yamashita she gave me some bloody tape off her arm of her hand after the match in vegas and that's one of my prized possessions my prized joshi possessions yeah. is that <laughs> oh that's that's so cool though yeah oh, that's a super that's a memorable souvenir yeah, I've got like two weird like like uh, wrestling memorabilia. Her bloody tape, and then I have some of Hector Garza's hair <laughs> when he lost a hair match in Tijuana. Oh damn! Uh, <laughs> I got a leg, I got a I got a Lego block from uh, Shunma Katsumata against um, against Sonico from Prestige last month. So that was um, that's cool. I kept yeah. that. But I got some bestie after gave me some hair. He saw me because I've known bestie a little <laughs> bit, and he gave me some hair at ringside down in Tijuana when he they cut uh, nice. his hair. Nice. Yeah. So <laughs> that's really cool. Just weird like random that. stuff I have, you know. That's funny though. Yeah. That's hilarious. Um, Ram Kaicho. Ram. Ram. I got to meet her for the first time this past time I went over there. Uh, 
she's a little character. She's she's one that I want to bring over here so so bad. I could tell. Um, yeah, she's just one of those people I think would would get over instantly. You know, yeah. she just has like a little character, and she's so tiny. She's so tiny, but I I think she would get over right away. And I think it's just I want more people to see her because I want more people to love her because yeah, the minute you see her, you're gonna love her. Oh yeah, no, I I, I already see what an interesting character she is, and uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, at, at the same time, you know, I remember like there was a DDT show where they were having like fights and matches like during a, there was like a coffin match that Chris Brooks was involved in. Yeah. And I guess during the match, she was inside the coffin and she sat up like the Undertaker. And then <laughs> yeah, I'm like, this is her style right here, I guess. I presume that this is her style. It's, After unbelievable. All, it's unbelievable how small she is. <laughs> yeah, it, it's funny because, you know, she has that character and then, she did the she wrestles for triple six. Yeah. I know that. And uh she's on the Rebel by Enemy. Yeah. Uh, she's Rebel, Rebel yeah. by I hope I pronounced that correctly. Yeah. Okay. So um she's with um her, Maya Yukihi, and um Micah Ozaki. Ozaki, mm-hmm. I forget that's right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, oh, by the way, she's another one that I'm, I'm I I like because she's very strong. She's powerful. Yeah, I like her too. Yeah, and I mean you get Takase. I'm glad that DPW was booking her because you know I, that she's Me getting too. a lot of attention too, and she's she going. To, she's getting to go to Eve in, in England as well. Yeah, which is awesome. Yeah, that, that's she's a tough cookie. You she's know another I mean? one that another one that's underappreciated. Yeah, yeah. I, but but I think she's getting that attention. That's a good thing. Yep, I like yep. that. Me too. Um, it's only a matter of time for Ram Kai Cho gets her turn. I think. Hopefully, hopefully I'll, I can help with that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, and Chamu. Ancham. Oh, uh, I love her. Um, I met her at a wrestling bar when I was over there. Uh, <laughs> sweet, sweet, sweetheart. Um, special place in my heart for Ancham. I can she, tell she's really nice. Oh, the nicest, the nicest, the nicest, the nicest. Um, she took me out in, in, in hung out with her friends, you know, after, after the, the bar closed and stuff and just treated me like, you know, so well. And, um, I'm a big, 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 big fan of hers. Yeah. And she did the podcast too. There's a lost episode of the Joshi pod where she tried to do it in English. She <laughs> tried so hard to do it in English, but it just, it was a, a train wreck. So yeah, I never okay. released that. I never released that episode, but we did it again in Japanese with an interpreter. But oh, okay. I, I love Ancham. I would do anything for Ancham because, you know, she made me feel so special when I was over there this past time. And yeah. Um, yeah. Ancham is another uh, super, super person. Oh, that's awesome. Um, Hiroyo Matsumoto. She's awesome too. <laughs> <laughs> she's, a, uh, she's another one. I, I think um, she works at, uh, at uh, um, one of the wrestling stores over there too, part-time. Um, okay, but uh, that's where I met her the first time. But you no, know, she's super cool. She's got to come to the states a few times and wrestle. She's she's just so good. You know, she's one of those old school like she's become one of those old school uh, Joshi wrestlers over there. But um, I like her she, style. Her style is really awesome. She's a killer. She's a killer yeah. too. And, and and when she's on, she's when she's on the show, she's one of the top two three wrestlers on every show she's on because she's that good. Yeah, and she's respected by the fans, and she you know she's legit, and and people people really like watching. She her. she she proved herself when she fought Rosemary. You know yeah. what I mean? That was that that was impressive. Now she's yeah she's really good. Lady Absolutely. Buy yep. her t shirts. Buy her t shirts on Pro Wrestling Tees. She's got one. 
buy a t-shirt everybody yeah <laughs> um speaking of matsumoto uh, and then by the way we're almost done with the names i uh, just got three more okay um miyako matsumoto <laughs> so i joke that she's crazy you know she scares me <laughs> I, know, that, that, her, that just goes to show you how much i know you know that, <laughs> that the, with all the names because i know how they are the character the character is just like but when recognizable okay. But, but when anyway. I talk when I talk to other Joshi wrestlers, yeah. they're like, "Yeah, she's crazy." <laughs> so it's it's not it's not me like making it up. At first, it was me making it up because like my Joshi wall at my house, I have a hundreds of Joshi autographs on my wall, and like her eyes like follow me when I walk across the room. She's like one of those old paintings, like in the horror yeah. house of horrors or whatever. Yeah, and, but I always joke about her her being crazy, and uh, she's crazy. She's legit crazy. And because I've gotten confirmation from probably three or four other Joshi wrestlers, but they love her to death and she'll do anything. And she's super entertaining. And uh, I love to hear her sing, even though she can't sing, but uh, I, I love it. Cause I just love the character and, and she's, she's a wrestler, man. She's, she's uh entertainer and, and I love everything about her courage to do crazy stuff. And yeah, just to do I, whatever. Did, I saw her little show back in the beginning of last year. And then, um, and uh, it was funny because, you know, she tried to ride a, a plastic bin. She tried to go inside and ride it like a roller coaster oh. through the steps. Yeah. And if she failed miserably and then she fell straight down. Yeah. It was like so funny because like, it, it was like, how is that going to work? <laughs> she tried <laughs> to make it like it was a roller coaster. Like it was going to yeah. slide down. Like she was at McDonald's at the playground slide, <laughs> you know, like. But yeah, she'll do anything, but she's, she's so good. She's, no, she's no, another no. one that. Like like Ram, she if she came to America tomorrow, she'd be over instantly. Yeah. With nobody like the crowd doesn't even know need to know who she is. The time she gets in the ring and starts doing her starts doing her thing, she would be so popular right away. I, I would book her in a match with Dark Sheik. That's how much I would like to like, you know, have her I would like to see her I'd like to see her in a death match over here. I, yeah. I hate death matches. She she no. would be she would have yeah. the blast in a death match over here. I, I mean, think so. I think yeah. and not just death match, like any match in general. Like yeah. like it, a regular match, no DQ match, whatever happens, you know, that'd be something that'd be awesome. To She's another her. brilliant, brilliant comedy wrestler as well. When she, she yeah. gets in there and does some comedy stuff, but yeah, <laughs> like so, a kickboxer <laughs> match or something like that. You yeah. Know. She's I, on she, my short list of people I want to bring over here. She's so funny. Because, just because like she'll, she'll be popular instantly. Yeah. No, yeah. no doubt. Um, this one might be a bit touchy. Hanukkah Mar. I love Hannah. She was my number one. Um, she, so <laughs> the first time I saw Hannah was at the, at a stardom show when she debuted for stardom yeah. when they won the, uh, the, the trios championship, um, with her mom. And, uh, I saw her and I was like, Oh, who's that? And fell in love right away with Hannah Kimura. Um, got to see her wrestle Vinny at a show, got to meet Hannah at that show and she just came back from Mexico, I believe from doing a little tour in Mexico and got to see her, got to take a picture with her. Um, it's still the, the screensaver on my phone when I got to meet her years ago. You're going to forever have that. Yeah. Yeah. And, that's, that's and, a um, yeah. And then uh, when she won the five star, I was lucky enough to be there for that um, awesome. and got to meet her and take a picture with her. And when you stand in line at stardom uh, 
at the end of the shows at Stardom, like for the meet and greets at the end of the show, the last person in line gets a sign to hold up over your yeah. head. So it's like, oh, here's the Hana line, here's the Kagetsu line, here's whatever line it is. Yeah. So I was the last person in line with Hana. Mm. So if you're the last person in line and you have the sign, they autograph it for you and you get to keep it. Nice. So I, I got to keep uh, the sign. <clears throat> Sorry. Uh, it's a little rough, but um, I, yeah. I got to sign uh, the sign picture from Hana and got to spend a few minutes with her. And she was so tired because she'd wrestled twice that day, then hours of, um, of, of meeting fans after the show. And she was the last one there. And I was the last one there with her and she couldn't have been more kind to me. And um, I thought, I've, I've said this for years. I, I thought she was going to be the one that would make, that would take Joshi wrestling worldwide. <clears throat> I think she's that special of a, a human being and a performer. She's getting better at wrestling, but I just thought her look and her charisma and everything about her, she would be the one that would make uh that would bring wrestling, uh, Joshi wrestling international. And she'd be the, the, the star of stars. And she'd be the one that uh, is a, the great next Joshi uh, wrestler. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I, I, like I said, I hate to bring like touchy subject like that because you know, I mean, we, we all know that she was a um, special talent. There's no doubt about it. And yeah. um, and I think, you know, seeing Mercedes actually pay tribute to her, just reminiscence that legacy yep. that she has left. Yep. At such a very young age, she's left a legacy that is all, never going to be forgotten. And yep. um, I think that's the impact of... Um, what Hana did. And of course, I, my personal perspective of things, you know, because when it comes to cyberbullying, when it comes to trolls, mm -hmm. I don't take it lightly. But, and I mean, like, I bite back. But the thing is, is that, you know, besides the point, what, what we remember most about Hana is that her, her charismaticness <laughs> and her um, ability to put on, you know, the most memorable shows. As a matter of fact, uh, just looking back, like I was looking on YouTube one time and she went to that part where she was in Mexico. And, mm -hmm. and it's kind of a bit of a laugh too, because like I was like she was actually um I forgot who it was, um, like um Lucha Star or something like that. She was getting into her face, and mm -hmm. then she she just came up and started attacking her during her match, and all of a sudden she jumped outside the ring and then she goes out and yells out. Tu madre. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> wait a minute. Now like, that's know, all I, we all learned the bad words first, right? Yeah. And <laughs> and and I was like, no, she knows what she's doing out there. You know what yeah. I mean? She didn't come pick up a fight for no reason. She knows yeah. she's on a mission. And uh, yeah, that's why I saw that little video where they started coming up promo. And she's like, me nombre es Hannah, sign it up on. And <laughs> you, you know what I mean? And yeah. I was like, oh yeah, she knows she knows what how to get over in in Mexico. But yeah, no, no, no doubt. And you it's, know it's one of those like moments of my life because I remember exactly where I was at when I found yeah. out. And you know, yeah. so I was sitting at work and people were DMing me, like, hey, you know, have you seen what's going on with Hannah? I'm like, no. And then I, I start to look and then like there people are asking me, Oh, Eric, do something about it. Do something about it. And uh, that's when you found out. Like yeah, I'm not I'm not an insider. I don't know. I don't have anybody to talk right. to and you know say anything like that. Right. Um. So I messaged Fumi, um, the only person I really knew in the business, and and uh, I woke him up in the middle of the night, and um, but yeah, it's it's. I always remember 
where I was at when, when I heard <clears throat> what was, what, what happened and yeah. um, thankful for the time I got to see her. Um, thankful that Kyoko is strong enough to, to keep fighting the good fight that she's fighting right now. And uh, thankful for people like jungle and Mercedes Monet and the like, you know, to, to keep her, her legacy alive because she was, like I said, she was, she, Life is more important, right? But in, in Joshi Wrestling, I thought she was going to be the, the one. She's going to be the top star in yeah. WWE or AEW or wherever it was. She was going <clears> to <throat> she yeah. was going to bring it international and be the biggest international wrestling star because she she had the, the charisma and, and the wrestling was coming. So, yeah, I mean, no doubt. I'm pretty sure she would have been a star. Well, I got one more name, and uh... Eric Peralta. <laughs> well yeah if you want that but I, actually, <laughs> I'm, kidding. I'm kidding i was man well no absolutely <laughs> i'd be flattered <laughs> but um but uh now your passion i love your passion for for wrestling and oh, yeah. um seeing you at all the shows I, I think um you're a real fan you're a real real wrestling fan and you should be commended for that i appreciate that and you know what one of these days you know i'm gonna so i'm sorry i'm just trying to adjust something here um mm-hmm. one of these days you know Gonna make the promotion happen. It might not be today, and it be tomorrow. Might not be next month. But when it happens, it's gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna cater to every type of wrestling fan out there, and that's my goal. That's my goal right there. Um, could have a bit of a uh, um, lucha libre. Could have a bit of high flyer. Have a bit of strong style. Have a bit of uh, Joshi. Have a bit of death match. Mm-hmm. But some something for everybody. Yep. And that's what I plan on doing. Um, that's what's fun about like lucha shows than TJ. They have like, yeah, they have shows like that. They just have like all kinds of different, you know, different crap on it. So it, it, it's funny because like the Los Vipers actually they always look at my Instagram stories. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, and um, so does um, so does Dralistico apparently. Oh cool. So I, I'm getting somewhere. That's somewhere. Cool. Yeah. I, I should take it, you. To, I should take you to TJ to watch the show sometime. Uh, one time, even Mia Mashta and Mio Momono actually checked out my stories too. And oh, cool. um, yeah, I think I'm doing something right. I, I like going to TJ to watch shows. It's it's fun. I saw oh, Chris yeah. Brooks, I saw Chris Brooks wrestle. And I told Chris when I was over there one time, like I'm the only person that's ever seen you in Tijuana and in Tokyo. So <laughs> no, that's that's a good that's a good accomplishment right there. <laughs> so anyway, the last name that I was going to give you, and I'm going to wrap this up. Um, okay. Maiko Satomura. The goat. I mean, watch Gaia Girls and uh, see this the the torture that they went through, and yeah. <clears throat> that she can still smile and still love this business after going through all that that stuff. Yeah. Uh, that means you're a special person. And she's another one that's going to be like that coaching tree someday, where you're going to look down and see the people that she's trained and she's had her her hands on. You know that to, to make better wrestlers and yeah, the fact that she's still going and she's going to fight Roxy here pretty soon. I, I, It'll probably, it'll probably be done by the time this comes out, but but uh, in in uh, WWE or NXT or whatever, um, just you know, just the best. Watch her, watch her old WCW stuff. She's a little kid. She's so young when you yeah. watch her WCW Worldwide and just see her like it's the, it's like young innocent looking little girl. You know, and those <laughs> and, and just to see the the woman she becomes and just yeah. and the people I, the people I've talked to about her too can't say enough nice things you know i i talked to nina samuels uh, recently um, oh yeah nina was part of the nxt uk and work with with miko and and work with miko over in, in uh, japan as well and just uh 
if, if in this business, not everybody says nice things about everybody, but everybody yeah. I've talked to universally have said nice things about Miko Satamora. So that's as a good a wrestler as she is, that's probably means more that everybody says she's a good person. No, yeah. I mean, true legend, you you got a chance to see her grow. Yep. And um now that she's become the surefire Hall of Famer yeah. someday. And that's how I know for sure she is that. Yeah. And um you know, if if people would look up to see who has the 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 greatest um, the greatest amount of work that they put on, the people will probably say Mike Mako Satomore yeah. because you know she's been she's been putting in the work with all these great matches, helping mm-hmm. out with Sendai Girls and anybody that comes out of Sendai Girls is yeah. an amazing wrestler, and that's uh, attributed right I, back to Mako Satomore. I like Dash Chizako. She's a oh, hardcore yeah, she's awesome, brawler. Yeah. She's a yeah. brawler. You know what I mean? Yeah. She could fight. I mean, yeah. seriously. She I got to see her this last time. Yeah, she was pretty cool. That's good that, that before she sustained her injury, you know, you yeah. were able to get a chance to see her. So that's a really awesome thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. But Maiko, awesome person. Awesome yeah. legend. I mean, yeah, one of the, you know, the top, you know, yeah. handful of people ever in the business. And, yeah, you know, and she's, she's still going. She's still going. And who knows, you know, hopefully she gets... I don't expect her to beat Roxy at NXT or what's her name? Roxanne Perez. I'm sorry. Yeah. Roxanne Perez. I, I, I'm used to calling her Roxy as well. Just yeah, like I don't, e- I don't, I don't imagine her beating rock uh, Roxanne, but just, just like EO Shirai, or, you know, EO sky. I'm like, yeah, Shirai still. Yeah. Just call her EO. Yeah. EO. Um, but yeah. anyway, but well, that, that does it for this uh, episode. And uh, once again, Eric, uh, thank you again so much for being a part of my podcast. It's been really awesome. It's been a lot of fun. My pleasure, uh, brother. And uh, of course, you know, talking. See, I, I've talked about different genres of pro wrestling: the technical style, high flyer style, hardcore death match, and now we're talking about the Joshi style. And this just goes to show you that you know I've I've talked about every type of wrestling, and we always had a fun conversation about it. And uh, thank you. I had a wonderful much. time. Thank you, buddy. Yeah, thank you so much, Eric. And by the way, uh, for those that are interested, where can we find you on social media? The Joshi Pod, the Joshi Pod, the Joshi Pod on Instagram, on uh, Twitter, uh, joshishirts.com. I've got an exclusive Act Yasakawa US exclusive t shirt on sale there right now. Um, come see Act at WrestleCon. She'll be there on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, signing autographs, meeting people, taking pictures, all kinds of good stuff. And they'll have t shirts available and some other merchandise available. Uh, she's going to be wrestling on Pandemonium Pro Wrestling on that Wednesday, the 29th, I think it is. Yeah, um, I'll be there. And uh, just to clarify, I'm I'm 17 shows in six days for me. That's insane. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it is. It yeah. is. But that's why I'm the wrestling enthusiast. But yeah, but follow yeah, follow me on socials. I I, I got some big plans. I mean, I, I dream big. So sometimes yes. I strike out. Sometimes I hit home runs. But uh, again, my goal is to put on a wrestling show next year at uh, in Philadelphia, uh, Joshi Wrestlers versus the World. Yeah. So um, yeah. So just follow me and uh, support me morally, support me financially by buying products that people that I'm sponsoring. Uh, Queen of the Indies in San Francisco, May 13th. I'm sponsoring that show as well. Again, just trying to give back to the uh, the the industry that's uh, meant so much to me in my life mm-hmm. and uh, Unagi Sayaka and uh many many more to come i'm excited to have the names roll out on that so um again thank you so much for having me and and, i appreciate you all for listening to this podcast and my podcast and uh let's let's have fun with wrestling right
Exactly. That's what that's what I'm here for, and that's what Eric Howard is here for. That's what we're all here for. We, we love the sport of professional wrestling. Everybody again, should be named Eric. If your name is not Eric, you suck. Well, I don't know. That's an ad lip after like about two and a half hours. So there you go. <laughs> but um, no, I sound like Pat Cooper now. What the hell is like? And this guy here, he's a schmuck. What the hell is wrong with here? You're showing you know? your age, dude. Yeah, you know. But uh, <laughs> nonetheless, though, yeah. No, thank you so much, Eric. Uh, definitely appreciate the. This has been a fun conversation. Like I said, not an interview, conversation. So we've had a lot of fun here, and I look forward to you and bumping into you again at WrestleMania week. Yeah, we'll see each other, brother. All right, man. Well, you you take care and you have yourself a great night out there. You're the best, man. Thank you. Thank you. And that was Joshi Pod host Eric Howard of the Joshi Pod, and it was just a fantastic discussion. And I look forward to seeing what he's going to do at the Queen of Indies. Um, it's going to be a fantastic show. That's going to be on May 13th in San Francisco. Um, I got my ticket to that, and I will be supporting them, and I will be supporting all the talent that will be wrestling at that show. It's going to be a fantastic show. And um, Eric Howard, you know, I definitely appreciate you being on the podcast, and and I can't wait to see what's going to unfold and what surprises you have in store for the West Coast Pros. Um, um, Queen of Indies is going to be a fantastic happening. I cannot wait for that. And I can't wait to see you, bud, on um, at WrestleMania week. It's going to be a lot of fun out there. I just am so... Just thinking about it just makes me anticipate it so much more. And that, I just can't wait. And it's going to be fantastic. I... It's going to be so fun. My God, it's going to be... I can't wait. And then they just announced Best Bros just recently. My God. This is going to be star-studded, no doubt. So anyway, thank you, Eric. I definitely appreciate the, the fun conversation that we had. And I look forward to seeing you at WrestleMania Week and at the Queen of Indies on May 13th. Um, so that does it for this episode of the Wrestling Enthusiast Podcast this week. Uh, don't forget to tune in every week. Uh, don't forget to follow me on Instagram, Spotify, and on Twitter for the latest updates of the Wrestling Enthusiast Podcast. New episodes coming out every week on a weekly basis. Enthusiastic reviews still on uh, still on hiatus, but check out the other 305 episodes that are on on the archives, uh, including you know I did do some Joshi shows there. See the Leaning, Oz Academy, um, Pro Wrestling Women's Diana. Um, Pro Wrestling Wave even, and of course Choco Pro did some watch-alongs from them as well. So, um, and then of course many, many other promotions from all across the world, all across the country, Lucha Libre, High Flyer, Japanese Strong Style, Technical Wrestling, and so much, Deathmatch, and so much more. Uh, but nonetheless though, check out the archives, and of course some um, highlight clips will be uploaded, but um, let me just try to go to these events first, and then we'll talk a little bit about Epic Pro Wrestling's Sicker Than Your Average. Um, let's talk about that real quick. Um, it is a show that's going to be taking place that I will be attending this week. <clears throat> Please excuse me. Um, this is going to be a fun show. It's going to be happening in Cudahy, California. Um, so the the matches are set. We have... Um, let me just look it up here in this little doohickey thing. Sometimes this shit takes forever. Okay. So, we got Michael Hopkins going up against Big Dick Haas. 
We got the DKC going up against Calder McCoy, or McCall. Um, we got the Divine Brothers um, going up against Doomfly of Eli Everfly and Delilah Doom. B-Boy squaring up against Ray Rosas. Um, Adrian Quest going up against Cam Gates. Adrian Quest just recently competed at the Battle in the Valley. Yes, the same Battle in the Valley show where Mercedes Monet and Kyrie stole the show along with Kazuchika Okada and Hiroshi Tanahashi. And yes, he did compete in that card. Um, Danny Limelight versus Lucas Riley. Super Astro Jr. versus Fulgar in a Lucha Libre match. And of course, the main event, Juicy Finale, taking the place of Peter Avalon, uh, will be competing against Kid Bandit in the main event in a Kauai death match. And that will be in attendance in Cudahy, California. And I will be there. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait to see what's going to happen. So one of us, there you go. That should be everything there. And then, of course, uh, I will be uploading some highlight clips pretty soon. Uh, I'm going to have a busy next couple of weeks due to the fact that I will be um, trying to plan something for the podcast. But in the meantime, um, we'll highly anticipate until the great WrestleMania week adventure begins. 19 shows in 10 days, 17 and 6. Uh, might be more added. Who knows? Um, I'm going to be an iron person here. So that's uh, going to be a lot of fun. Um, so nonetheless, though, I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. And I hope you and keep watching wrestling. Support your local wrestling promotion out there. Support the independents out there. They work hard to be, to be where they're at, to be the superstars that they are today, and to be well-recognized into the world of professional wrestling. So for there, please support your local professional wrestler. Make sure you continue to support them. And trust me, pro wrestling is life. So with that being said, I'm time for me to sign off. So until next time, or until next week, this is Eric Peralta, a.k.a. The Wrestling Enthusiast, reminding you to wash your ass. Have a good one, everybody, and stay safe out there. Bye-bye.